For y'all, it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pin to a test, chesting in line of fire with your thin best. You're bringing them boys to men, them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army, better yet the Navy. Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama. We kill you, motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer Don't let me do it to you, Dunny Cause I overdo it So you won't confuse it with just rap music R-O-C, we running this rap M-E-Z, we running this rap The Broad Street Bully, we running this rap Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it Freak, wait, we running this rap Owen Sparks, we running this rap Chris and Nick, we running this rap I don't care if you mob deep, my whole trigger's the cruise. You little f**k, I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight, back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures, I seen you. Then you dropped shook one, switch your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you, you need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class, cause nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is and won't clap you. Trust me on this one, I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have the whole of mass, put your body in a hole. No, you're not on my level, get your breaks tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in my first week. You guys don't want it with hope. Action nine, she don't want it with hope. No, ROC, we running this rap. B single, we running this rap. M-E-Z, we running this rap. Get zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it. Oh, it's Sparks, we running this rap. Freeway, we running this rap. Chris and Neat, we running this rap. I know you miss B-Shot. Check. Mic check. And, and, and we're on, ladies and gentlemen, check. boys and girls. How I sound. And we're back. Friends and we're fam live. and fans. We made Worldwide. It. Welcome to Beach Eye Radio. Yes. At Beach Eye Radio on Twitter. The gang's all here tonight. My name is Masai. JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses. DJ True Master. What up? Lo-Fi Lobo in the house. And DJ Nathan Gray. And yo, can I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Huge shout out. Albany Distillery Company, our brand new sponsor. Yes. And we are sipping on something delicious right now. We couldn't wait to talk about it. No, let's just jump right right into this. What what are we drinking? We're moving the topic up to the first. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're never in order anyway. They're never in order. What are we drinking? We are drinking. 
Ironweed Bourbon Whiskey from Albany Distilling Company. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So Shout out is, to Albany Distillery. This is going to be our company. first episode of Beach Eye Radio that's brought to you by Albany Distillery instead of the Crack and Rum, which was our former sponsor, non sponsor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were thinking about it. Although we enjoy, you know, to drink whatever, and the Crack and Rum is delicious, um, we were we made them kind of like our quasi sponsor, yeah. and we realized, or Jody actually, you you you, yeah. you were like, why 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 shout them out when we can get booze from Albany? I just, I felt right. like, and, and you know, we reached out to them like three times yeah. to sponsor us on something the crack. small, the, the crack, yeah. the crack, and, and they were like, they, nah. So we're like, fuck them now. We exactly. fuck Albany Distillery. <laughs> really, that is <laughs> opportunity on the Kraken's part because yeah. I feel like all they had to do was just drop the bottle off at the spot. And we would yeah. just, we've been talking about them for a year. We've been going to the store, spending money so, on gas and their yep. bottles. So, right, pretty you know, much. <laughs> they could have shipped us something. We're here in the Capital District. We broadcast from the Capital District. We're all right here, living in it and talking about it, and uh, and live and breathe the artistry yep. of here in the Capital District. And uh, I just happen to work next door to these guys. I'm at the, uh, the Albany Pump Station downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Albany Distillery is right next door. Okay. And uh, I I try to sell and talk about and push uh, these guys' spirits as much as possible because one, it's fantastic, and and two, it's right there, so it's very easy to talk about. So instead of uh, you know any of the you know the more common alcohols that people generally get, if anybody's coming in, I try to just encourage people to drink locally and drink mm-hmm. and uh, and and it kind of fits the, the theme of what we do here and uh, yeah. listen locally and buy locally, shop locally, yep. and and all that. So let's we're gonna drink locally. Yeah, we're we're drinking locally, and you said they're right by they're right by you downtown, right? Right next they're door. Right next so door. we're uh, we're nineteen Quackenbush Square. So they're either they're, they're right next door. Okay, and we're not like giving them props because they they asked us to or paid us to. We're just glad that they gave us free booze. Thanks. And so we're gonna shout them out today. <laughs> and um, uh, if you, you know if you have any other you know local businesses that want to give us free stuff, I mean by all means hit us up. We'll be nice to you for a night on the air. Especially as it's coming to the shopping season, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and and I encourage people to to get over to the Albany Distillery and get the tour in, get yeah, the little word. package with the bottle and a little snifter glass and do all that. It makes a great Actually, gift. Actually, the I'll uh, take two. the Beach the Beach Shot crew is is gonna take advantage of their tour right after Thanksgiving on December third. Uh, the four of us or five of us, we're all gonna yeah. uh, get the whole educational distillery tour. Shout out to Rick. Uh, I've been working with him for a number six. of events. Six of us. A number. Six of Six of us. Gatto's here. Oh, Gatto's here. Don't leave him out. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave Gatto out at least while he's here with us. All right. At least while he's here with us. Don't leave him out. So when you say tour, though, you mean touring the distillery? We're like gonna going get a tour of the distillery. Yeah. You know, get get a little bit of a background on um, you know what these guys are providing for us here in our city. Dope, dope. Because um, they, so, do, they yeah, do other cool great. stuff aside from making alcohol. As if that wasn't good enough. Yo, I think it was, yo, yo, they do yo. that, but the process in itself yeah, is really I mean, phenomenal. Yeah, it's a, yeah, a beautiful. It's a beautiful distillery. I mean, they have okay. like top line equipment. I'm, I walked in there, I was just like, "Yo, it's like Willy Wonka, really? you know, on crack." Nope, sorry, on, on, on rum, on, on rum. rum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no crack and rum. Don't say that. <laughs> Later for now. We off that. We off that. So, uh, incidentally, we got that bread. No. <laughs> incidentally, they hooked us up with um, with their with their vodka. Yep. Yeah, uh, they got which, the ALB, the ALB vodka. The ALB vodka. Oh, okay. The Ironweed Rye whiskey. Okay. Yep. The Ironweed Bourbon whiskey. My yep. personal favorite. Yep. Yep. And we have a bottle of rum in root. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. So as the show goes downhill tonight, people will know why <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not. So in any event, uh, sweet follow Albany Distillery, and thank you guys for uh, for looking out for the B Shot cool. team, and Word. we are looking out for. Y'all. Cool. Um, the first time I heard up. about them, I was at Low Beat and I just saw a bottle of vodka that just said Albany on it, and I was like, "Oh, I want that vodka." 
whatever it is, you know. And I had no idea that they were, you know, that we they even had that uh, that they made a bunch of different uh, varieties. So I'm all about this. So. And it looks cool. good. I mean, they, you know, they 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 package their stuff well. It's presented very yeah, well. Yeah, it tastes yeah, yeah. great, and they're a good group of people. Cool. And I know since just since Scotto is here, I know he has a brief history <laughs> of the the Ironweed name. He's explained it to me before as far as the uh, how like, Ironweed like relates to to Albany in the Capital District. Maybe you could explain to me why uh, he just they put his hands up like he was a champion. Why they made have went with too. the with the Ironweed name for their for their libations here. I was one of the founding members of the Ironweed Collective. <laughs> Ironweed Collective? Yeah, which is ironically why I always laugh when I hear... No, why I smile when uh-huh. I hear Iron Bar Collective. So, oh, so you're not even kidding. That's actually... That's the- a serious thing. Ironweed oh, okay. Collective. Anyways, Ironweed is a unique plant that is only found in... This great town of Albany. Oh, really? Have a nice day. Is this a? Uh, just, is that is that true? <laughs> okay, bye. Ironweed is only found in Albany. Yes, this is true. Also, Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson was in the great ghetto classic movie Ironweed. Ironweed. And was that shot in Albany? Hey, let me tell you something. They weren't the only ones in Ironweed. Corey was also in Ironweed, if you didn't know. I didn't know. Mrs. Nate the Great. That's right. Really? I didn't know that either. Wow. I'm learning so much tonight. She was was actually in the film. is owning up to its name. Yeah, she was. (laughs) She was like a a six-year-old kid or something in the movie. Oh, wow. Yes. They filmed it, from what I understand. When she was six. It was filmed like downtown on Grand Street in the community there. At least it takes place. Uh, there in, yeah. in the time of history. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's on Netflix now. It certainly was at least a year ago. I believe it's still on Netflix now yeah. to check out. And, and, and uh, know, I got to see it. I got to keep it up. Nebraska was in there too. Remember Nebraska? Oh, yeah. Well, all right. So I need someone at home to tweet a picture of actual Ironweed, the plant. And if you can find a screenshot of Corey, Mrs. Nate the Great, in the Ironweed in the film, oh. you can, like that would be amazing. I know she has <laughs> one. Wait, I'll, on I'll text her. Yeah, I want. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Corey, side by side. So I, yeah, I want to see both. Check this out. <laughs> Bring it on home. Mrs. Corey Rita. next to an Ironweed. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. B. Mrs. Hey. B says Ironweed was written down the street from her parents' house by Kennedy. By Kennedy? Oh, really? Oh, Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. The plot thickens. Yeah. I had no idea. I got to go research. I don't even think I've seen this Bring movie. it on home. I mean, this is why we're drinking. We're drinking it tonight, and we're going to drink a lot more. That's why, sure, whatever. I'll drink to anything, so whatever. That's what we're, This is why we're drinking, sure. <laughs> when we And when we drink, we want to educate, educate you. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> now, we want to educate you, you know, as to where the name came from and why they're here and what they do and let you Send know how delicious their libations of are. you yep, in yep. iron. Weed. Yeah. All, all it takes to get She's, if she sends a picture wrapped in iron weed, Nate, you are not gonna appreciate that. <laughs> no, but all right. seriously, all it takes to like get on my good side is to give me free alcohol. So I'm all about this place now. I didn't, and they're cool people. On top of that, I'm they're like, cool. all right, cool. Um, I know they have uh, people been having that uh, moonshine too, like yeah. locally on uh, Second Street. Every time I go down there, Kane got a new bottle of moonshine stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that too. We need to get <laughs> some <laughs> some more co-sponsors <laughs> just with booze. <laughs> okay, also, you also snacks. Them, them yeah, juddies, snacks will be the good. The juddy juice that they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Juddy juice. <laughs> Butter rum. Butter rum. Butter rum. Somebody get Gato a mic if he's going to be talking all night. Let's not plug oh, worry. We, we got another mic for here. Yo, here. So, Let's um, not plug that. That's why it's not my name. Give it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, well put. 
Yo, it has been a, it's been a crazy week for for B Chat. Okay, um, first off, we had uh, the Deaf Perception album release party happen on Word. Friday. Word. I want to thank everybody for making that a huge success. Like Yo, that was so much fun. That came out, my God, I was so overwhelmed. Seriously, no bullshit. Seeing everybody, I, you know, the whole crowd, I was very overwhelmed just looking out. Yeah, it was it was like it was like the gangs all here, you know. Instead, yeah. but instead, it's like 75, 80 people, right. and just like it's it's kind of like hanging out with your your seventy nine best friends, you know. Right. So um, it was definitely a good vibe. Uh, the venue, they always are impressed by how you know just how much we can drink and still have fun and not, no <laughs> and no not broken bar stools, yeah, no broken no, bar stools. Yeah. <laughs> going in. We, <laughs> yeah, we're um, very familiar with pleases and thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So. So that went really well And um, I think uh, People really Seem to Dig You know What you were doing And the music And you know A lot of people Was their first time Hearing some of the new stuff You got mm-hmm. um, That You know The album's out now um, People can uh, can Purchase it on, on Bandcamp um, Yeah the iTunes link you. Will go up uh, Probably next week okay. I took my t- I wanted to do Bandcamp first Because I wanted to get The majority of the money Word. In my pocket Oh okay Before You uh, know iTunes And everybody else a Takes yeah. a piece so. Yeah I mean It's it's, it's kind of a it's it's like a strategy game because iTunes takes forever to pay the artists. Yep. But Bandcamp, you have that kind of concession where you, you know people can stream it. But right. I like that Bandcamp now limits how often how many times you can stream it. So I was just like, I have your CD, mm-hmm. but I was listening on Bandcamp, and I on my third uh, listen through, I went to listen to the album through a third time, and it was like, no, you've you've listened too many times, you have to buy it. So you can only stream it for you know I think Sweet. I think you can stream That's each good. song twice, right. and then it forces you to buy it. Good. Wait, doesn't Bandcamp? Uh, charge a fee to sell it's, your stuff. It's nominal. It's, it's very nominal. nominal. Yeah. Oh, compared so compared to iTunes or whatever. Or were what? you actually enjoying they take, the album? They take about. No, I was enjoying the app. Like the first time I was surveying, 15, I listened to it again because I enjoyed 15%. it. <laughs> oh, okay. Not nice. even. Maybe like seven percent. Yeah, of the revenue yeah, that, that comes in. It's very small. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, a, it's a really small amount. But um, but yeah. So I, you know, I so I listened to it a couple times there, and then I was forced to go to my car and grab the CD because they they, they put the kibosh on it. So if you want to um just get a taste of it, uh, check it out on Bandcamp. It's jbakdirtymoses.bandcamp. Camp.com. Uh, we'll put the link up. Actually, the link is already up on BeatShopMusic.com if you click on uh, JB's artist page. Um, but yeah, so how far, like so far, have you gotten some some feedback back on, uh, on it? I know you put a few videos out and that seemed positive. I've gotten a lot of great feedback. Okay. A I lot don't, don't want to hear feedback. about that. Have you gotten any horrible feedback? Yeah. I got one. I got one. Let me see. I can find. Yeah. I got one tweet, right? This is great. This is going to be so much this better. Is, this is so dope. This is so dope. <laughs> Um, the, from from a page on Twitter that said find whack rappers or something like that. <laughs> dead serious. Dead serious. It I'm said, so um, glad I "Okay, asked this. we want to give. We want. Oh, I forgot. I want to give a f- the, uh, the finger <laughs> to uh, at just because." Mm-hmm. Uh, screw deaf perception. It should be D E A F perception. <laughs> something like that. Really? I was like, yes. The hate. And I, I, I hate. and I hearted it. I liked it. I retweeted it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, though, it's been uh, pretty positive. By the way, that person only has like two followers. She's corny. <laughs> What do they know? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, excuse they, me. They, they don't know how to they spell just gave either. Them 80. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> all nice. good. All, all good. good. All right, cool. Um, you know, I I had heard a few tracks here and there, like, but I never actually got an advanced copy. Or, or and, and there was I, a reason for that, though. Yeah, because I was because I bootleg. I'm notorious for bootlegging stuff, and I usually just put it on. <laughs> I still use Kazaa, everybody, uh, and, Napster, and Napster. So I was gonna throw it on Napster. Um, but yeah, so I this was my first time. Listening straight through was after it actually dropped, just like everyone else. Even though I'm on the album, mm-hmm. and I, I was definitely, you know, I was impressed. I, I won't say I was surprised because I was expecting it to be a strong 
album. Um, but it was it was just really good. I, I felt like it flowed well. Um, that first song, Lights Up, which you just put a video out. Shout out to Nels, right? He did yeah. that. Um, yeah. That's that beat is just like undeniable, and you just destroy it. So the album right. starts so strong, and then it just doesn't like drop. You know, I feel like it doesn't just you know drop you at any point. It's like solid throughout. Um, so that was one of my favorite joints. Um, PPSW, which is the pull up, push up, sit sit up workout, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is just so much fun, and I hate exercise, and I love that song. So that's how you know it's a good <laughs> song when it's about some shit you don't even like, which right. you're like, yeah, this is this is what's up. Um, so that, that song, that's another uh, another uh, dope track, and I hope you do a video for that. And then if I had to pick two other favorites, it would be uh, DOI with Sev Static. Uh, and also, uh, I, I got a lot of good feedback about the joint that we did, Savior. Yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Jayton and shout out to the Don Fonz for Don producing Fons. that track. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Track. No, I mean he, he crushed it. Um, yes. And, it, and yes. that was like clutch because we had we had done a few other joints for your for your album, and then uh, Fonz had sent his beat, and I was kind of sitting on it for a little while, and um, I just I thought it would have fit fit in there, and it was just weird how it worked out because we ended up writing that, and like that whole song got written and recorded in like two hours, two hours right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you know after it was master we're like oh this is the one you know this yep. is the one to put out there so um so that i like that joint too um but yeah no i, I liked it uh, did it did the rest of you guys get a chance to listen to it or a lot of it or, or the, what are your thoughts on the, the show one. i got i got one through love the show definitely okay. had a good time at the show and to see everybody and to hear new music and uh again not being at every show and not being like right in the middle of, of all the music it's i'm always treat. like it is a treat it's it's nice to just like like we uh i was we did a whole date night we went out to eat and uh and kind of ended it with the with the show at the end of the night and uh nice. it was great man and it was a good time. We had some good beer. We were chilling, and uh, and knowledge was great. Everybody Yo. said was fantastic. Can, can I just uh, say, knowledge is so fucking dope. He's Amazing, great. just very good. Yeah. Very, that very was actually um, I've seen knowledge perform probably six six or seven times. That was my favorite. That was my favorite too. Just polished. It was yeah. yes, it was. It was very refined. It was polished. It was you know he had a great stage presence. It, it was very good set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I talked to him afterwards because I, I agree. I, I thought it was a really strong set of his, and uh, he says that's exactly what he's doing he's trying to um polish up his set and get like get ready for his album to finally come out because he's got a few albums like in the stash that are that he's just kind of waiting he's waiting for the right so time i had to, to ask out. him after i was like did i miss it i was like yeah, come it out no, i didn't it hear it happen. No. you're gonna like, know because I, yeah i've been waiting on this album too and I, I told true that night um my, my thing about uh knowledge is he adds legitimacy to the scene right, so i'm right. all about that you yes. know um uh, him and i go way back to we uh we used to go to like hudson valley together years ago i designed his first one of his first album covers and it was like uh, he had me come out to his crib and he, he knew exactly what he wanted me to do so I had to bring my camera and he made me like climb up like three flights of stairs and point the camera down and he was sitting all the way at the bottom of the stairwell yeah. writing in his notebook so it was like a, a super high up like shot bird's eye view yeah but yeah. he you know but he had a really specific like this is what I wanted you know and it was weird because usually people are like you know just put some bling on it and like right. you know <laughs> right. uh, so I, and now I look back at this it's a really bad cover but uh, he liked it at the time <laughs> I mean this is like a decade ago you know uh, so, uh, so I've known him for a while and I and uh, everything he's put out has been so like consistently good that I can't wait for the album to drop. So we're definitely keeping an eye on that. Uh, hit him up on Twitter at Knowledge Is King Iz. Uh, I got a quick is. interjection. Yep. Shout out to Jenna, the homie Jenna. She posted a um, a bill from the Iron Weed. I I'm, I can't tell if it's the book or the movie or what, but it's posted on the Beat Shot 
um, Twitter. Mm-hmm. So Dope. check that out. All right, thanks. The one thing I will, and, and again, I need to uh, to fully, fully like get into the album, really listen to it. I had it on uh, in the living room. I was doing some other things, and I got a chance to kind of just like scan through it. But what I loved uh, initially, just just with that scan through, was the flow of how the song's going. Masai touched mm-hmm. on it, and just how like when I think of JB, I think of just like these bangers. I think about these bangers in, in the you know when you come and you do the show, and it's just like it's like Bananas. nine, yeah, it's like nine different any ups, <laughs> and that's the set. And it's just like, <laughs> and it, you know, and it's just it's just bang after banger. Rappers do it. Yo, you rappers, rappers, rappers do it. Better. You made that joke. We were talking about like how how when we ever whenever we do a party, whether it's at Justin's or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I always try to keep it you know cool and calm and casual. Yep, and yep. Then periodically, I'll I'll get you know I'll go up to Big Pun and I'll mm-hmm. go up to Andy up, and JB was like, well, if I'm DJing the whole time, every song's gonna be like Andy <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's totally that, and and you could have put that album out. You could have done that album very easily yep. of just just all you know level ten shit. You know every right. track, uh, but it really flows nice. And you got Ron Peterson back, and you got smoothed out joints, and you got uh, you know you're kind of like all over Flago the place. Killed it, uh, but the flow of it from beginning, where you kind of start on this high note, you get to cool out. The Deborah Sun beat brings you right back yeah, up yeah. here, and then right. you kind of smooth it back out the end. And it's just like it's a good listen front to back. I very much enjoy. It. I can't wait to get back to it. And there's growth Thank too. You. I think it shows uh, a lot of growth in terms of the subject matter because there was there are there like jewels on almost every track even some of the, the more upbeat tracks there's like you know there's these little interjections about uh, social consciousness and what's going on in the United States with like uh, police brutality and all these other things um, I like that that little uh, uh, vignette you have in there about Officer O'Malley I think it was like killing mm-hmm. you like you have these like really good images that kind of uh, they like tell a story uh, they kind of weave a story throughout even throughout the songs you know like not one one uh, solid story but like it tells a consistent story throughout the album and, and I, I appreciate that and I like that and I think that kind of stood out a little from uh, some of your earlier projects and I know that on your uh, your last album uh, Dedication you, that had kind of started already like you were already uh, more more into like telling your personal story mm-hmm. and um, and I think a lot of people that listened to Dedication got to know you better mm-hmm. and on this album it was more like I felt it was more like you a little less personal but more of your opinions and, and how you kind of see the world and everything going around you so right. I, I like that I thought it was welcome and it was good uh, good change in it, and it showed a lot of growth. So I'm all to, about to it. add my opinion to that. I, I what I wanted to do was make sure every song you listened to there was a jewel, even if it wasn't the entire song. A Jew, on purpose, a Jew. There yes. was a Jew. There was yeah. a Jew. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, every song you listened to on the album had a jewel, mm-hmm. and and that was my purpose of, of writing that. So even when you listen to PPSW, there was only a Jew on like four or five songs. Five, five scratches. Okay, five right. okay, scratches. Yeah, yeah. okay. Speaking of Jews. Nate the Great did the scratches on every <laughs> joint that scratched on on that album. And yeah, menorahs. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So the album's called the album's called Deaf Perception. Uh, D E F Perception. Uh, you can cop that. Go to bshopmusic.com. Click on uh, JB's uh, Bandcamp page, and uh, you can check it out. And uh, you have hard copies too. People can just hit you up. Right? Yes. So, yes. So hit them up on Twitter. And I just sent them out today. Too, so with the T's, you're doing like they're, they're coming. Oh, word. I had a little oh, yeah. JB. Uh-huh. You had a lot of symbols that were on the cover, and you. Can get right. a shirt with yeah. any of those. No, only two symbols. symbols. Okay, only two symbols. Yeah. The, okay. the, the reason I did that is because those are the two most important symbols. Okay. On the cover. So that, okay. And, to, and those are also the hard copies and the shirts are on your Bandcamp page, right? They're on, on the Bandcamp. Click page. on merch, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So and what I'm what I'm gonna start doing come come this Friday, the shirt and CD package will be twenty five dollars. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So can't be shot labels on the back of it. I'm not paying that. 
<laughs> we'll you you gonna get it for free? True. We'll like, share a shirt. <laughs> you just get a small shirt. We'll start with Nate. Nate will rock it. Then Jody will get it. stretch it out. True. Stretch it, it out. Just nah, we all walk around in bigger. Simon's Beach shot. Shirt just keep getting bigger as it gets passed oh, on. Shit. Um, it's stuck on you. Yeah. We got so, something from this album we can play. Should we got something we can play? Yeah, yeah. This? We're gonna put. Oh, yeah. oh you want to play something? Right play now? something. Let's we, get into we, something. Just right. talking about. Yeah. Let's play one joint off Death Perception. We come back. We're gonna talk about what else Beach Chat's been up to because Friday we True and I also got back from uh, Missouri uh, Mizzou University so. and also Friday um, J, J Live put out his album oh okay also so cool, cool, cool. it dropped so, so let's play this joint off that perception what do we got here Nate um, do you know what you're uh, gonna drop for well, I'm gonna drop that M Slago joint oh yeah <laughs> perfect oh love oh love that's good what's it called uh, oh love oh love, oh, love. off yeah, yeah, yeah. perception okay. alright cool so Beach check this out listeners get ready to dance make room we'll be back in 3 minutes and 30 seconds be shy. Let's take them back. Make it current. Slago. Yeah. JB. Be shy. Let's go. That's the greatest commandment This one here is an anthem You should put your hands up You might get to dancing Two-stepping in tandem Feel good music It might hold you for ransom That warm embrace The sun on your face No gun on your waist Fighting a good fight We're living to see another day Wouldn't have it no other way Spread love the New York way Okay yeah, summertime pickouts, dice game, slap boxing, testing out your bike game, popping wheelies, checking out your bike game, checking out them queens as they pass by. You know I gotta stay fly. Mama's potato salad, you asking for them ingredients. Two plates being greedy and two bottles that's minimum. At the club spending Benjamins, trying to impress your women friends, but then again, oh, we're not looking for that fake love, fake hugs and daps and pounds from the homies. Smoke a pound with the homies, sharing important stories, knowledge of self mission, carry on tradition. Okay. That's what we do. Yeah. This track reminds me of disco. Take it back to the 90s when they used to drink Cisco. Mixed with Bacardi at the party, about to turn up. Huh? No murders. Huh? We're grown and sexy. We came to celebrate. I'm here to elevate. I'm here to spread love. Let me demonstrate. I'm on another level of planet. Let's understand the bond between man and woman and child. This ain't no love song. This ain't no thug song. This is the hope that we can all get along. No joke like Rakim Street Corner Memorial. Sweet songs and serenades. Flowers at your funerals. Give me my roses. That's a Enjoy the effervescence For I'm done with life Calling and I'll make my evanescence uh-huh. I'ma give you these presents uh-huh. I'ma learn you these lessons okay. Pay attention Your presence is a gift That's the message uh-huh. My message uplifts That's the magic behind the music So don't confuse this With what other people are doing Okay That's what we do Third time is a charm, so this third first catches me with something fly on my arm. No cause for alarm, and I don't mean no harm. You better remain calm. I believe in those good luck charms and hood luck and prayers. And thanks to our ancestors that the moved up ascension is everything. Next dimension, next level, and people now she rings. My love lasts forever. Twelfth letter, supreme alphabet, tenth jewel in the king's crown, the opulence. Queen Earth, Mother Africa's the continent. 
Love, what's stopping it? Love is sweet, but can it change a man's heart? My heart bleeds love, my heart beats rough. The streets are tough love, but they don't love you though. That's why we don't want no freaking fake love, fake hugs, and fake friendships. This phony sipping scotch with the homies, toast to universal glory. Knowledge is self mission. Teach them about your this shit. Okay. That's what we do. And we're back. Uh, that was O Love by JB, aka Dirty Moses. Uh, produced by M. Slago. Produced by M. Slago. Off the album Death Perception. Hashtag Death Perception. You, uh, again, you can cop that on the Bandcamp page. Check it out. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. Shoot us tweets tonight with the hashtag Death Perception, okay? Uh, enough of that. I'm so sick of talking about this album we've been talking about for three weeks already. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, as many of you know, and many of you have asked us about uh, the trip, True Master and I went to Missouri. We left uh, Wednesday evening, and we were there Thursday, and we returned Friday right before uh, JB's show. Uh, a lot of people had questions about like kind of just what went on and what was the vibe and what was, what was the inspiration for going. Uh, last week, we talked about the incident. Uh, last Tuesday, we talked about the incident at uh, Missouri University where there had just been uh, racial tension on the rise, and it culminated in protest a hunger strike and eventually uh, a strike of the uh, the black players the football team and, and and ultimately the whole football team refusing to play until the uh, president Tim Wolf uh, I think it was named Tim Wolf resigned yes and he actually resigned um, but hostility continued to increase at the campus and there was a lot of there were a lot of people who were upset that um, black people were you know protesting at all or even making it an issue quote unquote um, so uh, it just kind of it just got became a, it, a big deal and uh, Missouri has been a big deal since uh, the Mike Brown uh, killing in Ferguson. So... We've wanted to go to Missouri. I know I've wanted to go to Ferguson since that happened, and I just wasn't able to last year. Right. And um, when this happened, I really wanted to go to Missouri again. True was like, let's just do it. Um, so we did it. We ended up going out there. Uh, for I mean, for me, do you want to talk about like what what inspired you to go? I right. mean, that, my thing was just that this is like it seems like the center of everything, and all this stuff is happening out there. Uh, what what was your first thought that made you, made you say let's just fucking do it? Yeah. Um, so I got up that morning, and Jay Live. Shout out to Jay Live. He posted hashtag Mizu and um, it wasn't it wasn't a post that I, I was seeing I was seeing some other things but I didn't see that the way I don't know the way he posted it it, it made me immediately go so then when I went um, and started to, to read up on what happened since the protest since the leaving of Wolf mm-hmm. um, my blood actually really started to boil because okay. I was really thinking about uh, the students, their lives being threatened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also know that I have nieces and nephews who are in and around the same age as those students. I remember what it was like when I was in college and bringing um, motivational speakers like Chuck D and Naeem Akbar to our school because I was part of that same organization, that same movement gotcha, of gotcha. trying to create change at our university. Yep. And just to clarify, uh, a lot of students got death threats uh, exactly. after they 
they had uh, succeeded in getting the, the president to step down, and they actually made two arrests related to those uh, death threats, which were pretty uh, heinous. They were like, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, graphic. between that and the simple fact that I had the ability, I had a couple of days off, I had the ability to get on a plane and fly and show support to people who I, I genuinely back. Um, I, I put a post out to the 518 Justice League, and I said, hey, I'm going to Missouri. If anybody wants to go, let me know. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely some inquiries, like folks that were down to go. Um, among them was JB, Kiki. And, um, you know, the only one that was, you know, it was feasible for them to go, it was it was you. And that afternoon, we were on a 5 o'clock flight. We were in Missouri, St. Louis by midnight. Yep. By noon the next day, we were on campus. Yep. We rented a car. We were on campus. And um, that, that was pretty much... You know what drove me, and something very similar happened to me uh, in in nineteen excuse in during New Orleans. Yep. You know, I felt Katrina. that same way during Katrina. Um, in any event, that now we're on campus. Okay, so that's why. Okay, and um, I just want to say one uh, one one part you skipped out before we went to campus. Uh, I had reached out to my boy Mick Max, who's from uh, St. Louis, and on just like with no notice, I said, "Listen, uh, me and True Master are going to fly out there. We want to go to Mizzou University." Um, is there any chance we can just crash at your house? And before I even like got the request out, I just said we were going. He's like, y'all got to stay at my house. So uh, shout out to Mick and Max. Reckon you're you're going to spend some joints from him. But he came yeah. through um, clutch, like no warning. And he was the most hospitable person. We didn't even have to sleep on the floor. <laughs> Yo, and, they gave uh, up bedrooms. Yeah. You know, it was, it they was gave like, up rum. Yeah. It was like Mexican Holiday Inn. Yeah. Great. <laughs> they, they, they opened the door with like beer and tequila. It was yes. fantastic. Yeah, we got, to hear, like, we got to hear like new music. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, record demos. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I think, we, I think we shot a video when we were drunk. I don't even yeah. remember. Um, I'm pretty sure we shot a video there. Yeah. I just remembered that. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Uh, so, so shout out to Mika Max. But um, but yeah, I was you know I was I was glad we were able to go because like I said, a lot of us have had we we we've talked about going to Missouri even on the on the breaks of this show like while the music's playing and uh, I wanted to go out there for a while and I'm very glad we did after going because when we first um uh, we left uh, St. Louis and we had to drive about an hour and a half to get to uh, Missouri University which is in Columbia, Columbia. and a, it was when we first arrived the the campus was very like quiet it was very tense and you could just tell it was it was bustling like there were a lot of people there but it just seemed like an odd like climate for a campus campus and I've spent a lot of time on, on different campuses so it's it seemed like the things were tense there yeah. uh, am I right in that assessment yeah, like yeah, it yeah. Like, so uh so we immediately just stop start uh, stopping and asking black students where the uh, where the demonstrations are uh, and there were just you know a handful of black students walking around and they pointed us in the right direction excuse me black students that was exactly what it was excuse like excuse me black students where are your <laughs> demonstrations where do you keep the other black, black students <laughs> wait that would be good in the white uh, no, uh, that was good the, in the that moments voice passed. Yeah, the yeah, moments yeah, passed yeah, yeah, yeah. so um, so they pointed us in the right direction you're right about the tension it wasn't like it was, it was weird right yes there wasn't there weren't hacky sacks being kicked yeah. there weren't frisbees being tossed mm-hmm. it was a lot of walking and you know people weren't high-fiving and dancing to the sounds of their Sony Walkmans yeah. they were just walking around to and from quiet cl- quietly yes. like lots of people quietly You're nobody speaking right. no one yelling yep. no music in yep. the background black white or indifferent yeah. whatever it yes, was tense that's how it was it was tense and uh, and they pointed us in the direction and I think one of the reasons it was tense was because there was a, a big media presence and I don't think anybody wanted to risk something getting caught 
out on media or they just were kind of annoyed by the, the fact that uh, the attention had been on the campus for, for so long. Uh, so we eventually get to where the uh, the original protest had been and they had made this place called Tent City uh, two days prior where uh, the majority of the activism happened and people had camped out literally overnight to uh, protest and uh, try to get more support and ensure that the, that administrator left and, and um, just basically continue to, to speak their message and ask and demand for uh, changes to happen on the campus. Uh, so that city, Tent City, had kind of been dismantled, even though there were still press right outside. Um, it was really windy, unseasonably windy. There was a tornado warning. Okay, yeah. So yep. so the tent thing wasn't really working anymore outside because of the, the gusting wind. Uh, so that had kind of helped put a kibosh on some of the, the demonstrations. And they had also, uh, the, the students uh, who were part of that, uh, I forget what it's called, Student 1950. I forget the, the, the group, but the, the ones who had organized a lot of the demonstrations were in talks with the administrators when we got there. Correct. So um, that had helped uh, kind of mitigate some of the, the tension, uh, I guess, between the, the those protesting and the administration. So uh, demonstrations had subsided a little. However, we heard, a, a true actually heard, a bullhorn in the distance. So we kind of gravitated to it to see what was going on. And when we got there, lo and behold, there was a, a protest that was still, uh, was still happening. It was a handful uh, of individuals and maybe 20 or so people kind of gathered around. Uh, people were taking turns on a bullhorn speaking about uh, racism, patriarchy, different forms of oppression, capitalism, communism, like uh, all the issues that are, in my mind, very interrelated. And they were just, you know, trying to uh, raise the consciousness of people there. And a lot of students were stopping and listening. A lot of students were walking by and basically like scoffing. Um, but it was a it was a strong demonstration and they had some good information to, to put out there. Um, they had people speaking and they asked other students to come up and speak and actually have an active role in participating, even if it was as simple as having, uh, you know, a white student hold a banner for black people, like just to show solidarity. And that's what it was all about, just showing support and solidarity. Uh, so this went on for maybe an hour, different people speaking. At one point I got up and spoke and um, uh, then then kind of all hell broke loose. I, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it, but there was like really quickly this counter protest kind of happened with uh, a handful, like two or three other dudes, one primary guy, but two or three people showed up with uh, another uh, sort of bullhorn and like a, a, a large sign and they were really racist, homophobic, um, anti-Semitic, even though he was Jewish, but he was like saying he was the real Hebrews and he was like still... I, Wait, I, he was really Jewish? He was like some form of Hebrew, but he was against Jews. No, no, no way. No, I, didn't he no, say... No, he was a Gentile. Oh, was, oh he's Gentile. Gentile. What are those? No, you know what it was? I actually got confused too because I'm watching your videos and, and pictures uh-huh. that you're posting online and I see Hebrew on the sign that he's carrying. I'm yeah, like, yeah. is this a Jew? This is really a Jew doing this he right He was now? like Jew.0. Like he was on some other show. <laughs> 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 and I, th- I think um, what that Hebrew thing was is he. it was a reference to the Bible. It was a reference oh, like to Hebrew. some oh, verse okay. in the Bible. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Look, I'm not saying that no Jews aren't wacky like that, but that's like not really typical yeah, Jew, it was Jew like behavior. Extra. Yeah, he was beyond. You know, you know, yeah. I mean, he was like the yeah, West. Westboro, he, he, he was he like was the Westboro extra. Baptist Jew. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he was way out there. But anyway, he, obviously he got there. Everything got worse. And um, as more uh, students came out, because honestly, more students were kind of interested in the racist protest than what we were trying to talk about. And a, a large crowd started gathering and it didn't go well. Really quickly, uh, there were members of like, I think it was a lacrosse team and a football team. 
team. Some black players were out there, and they just started getting mad at the uh, racist protester. And they're like, "Get the fuck off our campus! Get out of here!" And before anyone could say anything, they they just kind of one one player just couldn't take it anymore. What this guy was saying, because um, the guy was essentially inciting a riot, yeah, you know. Yeah. And he just kind of tried to get at the guy, and he got one good punch in there and just knocked the guy on his ass, <laughs> broke his lip, and um and that everything escalated from there. Now that now there's like dozens and dozens. At some point, I think we got up to like 250 people out there, yeah. um, probably more, just standing around, and, and uh, the, uh, the tensions had increased. And the guy who hit him disappeared. He kind of he left. He left, and then all the police showed up. And uh, th- th- then an interesting dynamic happened with the students because you had white students defending the racist, saying they have a right to be here because of free speech, yada yada. And then you have black students saying, "Shut the fuck up, get off our campus!" Mm. Like you're just as bad as him. Uh, so. As their counter protest or whatever was going on, uh, our protest escalated. So it was myself and uh, three other speakers from the group who had who had essentially organized it. Which so it's was the American, Rev- uh, excuse me, Communist Revolutionary Party. Yeah. So these are just some seriously revolutionary um, people of color, and the one woman who was speaking, uh, who I believe was white. But they they had organized this protest, the anti racism. They protest. actually traveled. They actually traveled yeah, they the country. The and they, and they, yeah, they yeah. heard the beacon, and they immediately shot out yeah. to Mizu. They came oh, up there like uh, we did, boom, but they were letting. Boom, Students so speak. Good. They were letting students speak, and it was they were kind of like a a, a, a version of Cami or something that had came right. from, come from the Bronx. Um, so uh, myself and three speakers from them were kind of alternating with the bullhorn, um, and just like taking turns speaking about what you know the issues and things you know that we felt people should be aware of, and trying to give our perspective and trying to uh, get to reach some of the kids who really didn't understand what why people were so upset. And different arguments started breaking out between black and white students and frat boys and women, you know, talking about rape culture and then you had like white bros saying oh like there, there's no such thing as male privilege or white privilege and like it started these really intense almost like discussions but also like screaming and like people were angry and, and some people were like shaking and um uh, it was just really intense and, and it just showed like the whole time I'm sitting there I'm thinking these this is growing pains right here because these kids right now are like they're going through something you know they're they're feeling something and they're kind of deciding what side of this they want to fall on right now mm. and um it, it was it was intense it was, it was, I thought it was yeah, you're right. Because they were, right? you're there right. Was growing pains, it yeah. was like, exactly. Because they were all reaching at that moment. They were, everybody's like reaching like new frontiers, yeah. like this undiscovered country or whatever. It's all Star Trek people yeah. out in the world. But that's really what was happening. Yeah. Um, and um, what, what I also found interesting was there were a number of different uh, smaller groups that started to develop. For yeah. example, I got an opportunity to build with a couple of um, financial students, you know, and we were talking about the differences between. Communism and capitalism, and the benefits and the downfalls, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and you know the distribution of wealth, and um, you know reaching, you know getting, you know getting finances in you know lower served communities and things of that nature. So, and you know a lot of these ideas, because I, I, I sometimes I forget about how, first of all, how old I am, how long ago it was that I was in college, and yeah. and where these guys are, where some of these concepts are being introduced to them for for the first time. Yeah. You know, I've lived 20, 30 years. Uh, beyond some of them, so I've I've been in the world and I've traveled and I've seen all these different mm-hmm. things. So I was able to get um, you know some different perspectives to them, and in exchange, I was able to get some different perspectives from them because mm-hmm. certain things they just didn't know. And by me, you know, asking and seeing what direction they wanted to go in, I was able to fill in some blanks. So Absolutely. some really great conversations. We were connected happening. some dots. Yeah. There were some. You there were definitely some light bulbs, did, yeah. man. I mean, I was watching this guy literally say, "Well, what about?" 
about this? And how about that? Because this one individual, he really came from a place of privilege and couldn't see it. He couldn't see what mm-hmm. what that meant until you know certain blinders were taken off and certain doors were open by Messiah. I watched it happen. I was like, I saw that light bulb. Like, yeah, that was man. Like, I was like, yeah. no, it was it was it was intense. And a lot, I think a lot of people definitely learned learned some things and thought about some things. And uh, a lot of them had issues with uh, with uh, capitalism because we were talking about how capitalism was was negative. And um, you know, they're Americans, so they're you know, capitalism's good. We've been told that ever since we, you know we were born. And they didn't like the word communism being brought up. And I, and I pointed out to a few of them. I was just like, who's you know? I was like, most of you guys are probably voting for Bernie Sanders, right? And it's like two years ago you thought socialism was a bad thing too, and now you're kind of like seeing, oh, that's mm-hmm. there's it's more nuanced. There's actually more to it. I was like, so just just bear with me here. Keep in mind that the same way you felt about everything related to socialism, and you've changed your mind in the last two or three years. Consider that capitalism might be just the same mind fuck, exactly. and communism might not be as horrible as you've been told it is. Like just keep an open mind because you've changed your minds on this, and 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 a, and a few light bulbs went on, and then we just continued to talk about uh, privilege and how just you know you may not know how intense it is to be a woman on campus and walk to your car because you're a male like you just don't know you don't have to think about it or to be black on campus and have those you know swastikas and and, uh the the, all the other like hate crimes essentially and the threats so if you don't have to experience it you may not realize how real it is just like if you're on campus and you're in a wheelchair you know where every fucking ramp is so you can get in class but if you walk to class you don't think about that stuff and it's something you talk about a lot with the the microaggressions and how that how those really stack up and and being a student and uh the question I had for, for you guys being yeah. out there was, uh, was there a lot of other people that you guys saw that were from the St. Louis community that weren't students, that uh-huh. weren't, that were people there just like, hey, we're here from Missouri, we're here, we heard the call, we're here to help, um, you know, were you guys the oldest people on campus uh, in, in the fracas as it was kind of happening He said there? the oldest people on campus. <laughs> no, but, but like, were, were there other was, people, were there other far. community members there, 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 that there were, were other people one, uh, that were there to the either show solidarity or on the other yeah. end? The, a few of the people who had met that other organization from New York were in their chapter of it in St. Louis. So uh, that one, I don't know if you remember the one black lady who was speaking on the bullhorn every now and then. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Nikki yeah. Yeah. She, she was from St. Louis. And there were a few people from St. Louis showing support, but you have to remember we were there Thursday, so I think a lot of those people had been there were able to make it sooner. Right. Uh, so they were oh, there They were there Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but there were still a lot of uh, students there, and there were still a lot of faculty there, all from St. Louis, and, and a handful of other um, people. And all the, the racist group was from St. Louis. Uh, oh, the there was that goofball <laughs> that, that was um, video T- that lied about you. He was oh, older yeah. than the you one guys. that Masai right. punched in the face. Yeah, right. The other thing that was fascinating is how you guys went up there and essentially, in some, for some people, became the new story. Yeah, yeah. You so know, now, just going out which, there, which, which is amazing. Yeah, all kinds of narratives are getting shifted right before our eyes in seconds. Yeah. You know, it. Um, that was great to see firsthand because yeah. we there was there were people there documenting what was happening and at one point I told you that that one that one uh, student punched the other guy yep. and in the chaos I noticed there were no police so I went to unplug the guys the other guy's bullhorn because I was just sick of his shit I was really I was way out of character I felt like I was so like upset at what was going yeah. on and um yeah, so I'm you like were outside of you. so I'm like I'm gonna unplug this guy's bullhorn and him and I kind of like you know we t- not you better tussled, stop I'm gonna like, unplug your bullhorn no I was just th- unplugging it I was like just <laughs> unplugging it but then a bunch of people like rushed between us like there all these white frat boys like he has free speech right. you know how yeah. dare you try and stop his hate speech um so real quickly you know after that happened i ended up getting back on uh, you know our bullhorn while telling messiah to shut up yeah they're like shut up he has free speech <laughs> like, what, how do you even say that in the same <laughs> breath it was so weird <laughs> it's such a weird like the hypocrisy is just glaring um yeah so and and so i and i have video footage of him saying that he's like shut up free speech um oh, so man. i got back on the bullhorn and then behind there's some guy i think from infowars who was 
documenting it and uh, he's like he's like yeah this guy this young man on the bullhorn just punched this guy and now he's talking about yeah. uh, oppression like, and, and it is like suddenly it became the story and then I look and on um, like the Breitbart report and uh, Infowars Info and Wars. like like three other blogs they're they're just saying this is what happened even Raw Story was Raw Story was kind of documenting or kind of uh, had a report saying what was being reported from these other blogs so uh, it's all wrong they're saying I I assaulted this guy and all, it had, this is how it went down they left out all the hate speech that this guy was the other guy was talking but, about but isn't that usually how it goes anyway something happens and then 26 seconds later someone is reporting it and, and yeah. their, their vantage point is something totally different from listen, what actually happened listen man I literally nah. had I had like three or four people come up to me with their phones in hand wanting to do on campus um, journalism mm-hmm. asking me about the Gentile getting punched. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like that's the story. Yeah. Oh, right. Gentile. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They were so wow. it shifted the focus. The blaze was the other. Block. You know, what, you know what was funny about that though is that this guy who's basically saying that you punched this this, this yeah, yeah. doof in the face. Yep. He's got a camera. Yep. And he's filming the whole thing, and he just doesn't happen to film yeah, he didn't you have punching that part. you in the face. Yeah, because it but, yeah. and it, but he's able to turn the camera back around on himself, put himself on camera and say, this guy's speaking right now. Punch just the punch face. the guy in the yeah. face. Right. Dude, but, you got a camera. If it ain't on camera, it didn't happen. But it, but it, but it worked because then you have the Blaze and um, was it Infowars, the Gateway Pundit and all these different blogs just said this is what happened. And next thing I know, they said I was a communist so crazy. who assaulted someone. So yeah. just like that, in a matter of like 15 minutes, I became a, a okay. violent a, a communist, violent communist yeah. assault, like from New York, from New York. Yeah, all this stuff they just like made. They just made up. They by, filled in the blanks. By the way, I'm afraid of you, Masai. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you think should. about you know when that, it comes back around, and then I see the news reports about how the 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 Albany Police Department just got a nice grant, and they're getting all this mm-hmm. riot gear, and they're getting all this shit. And they're yeah, like, yeah. they must have heard about Masai out in Missouri, yeah, right? That's right? What this is there, you know, but I I wouldn't be surprised. I'm a starter. If, there I'm a star that, if there's somebody, I wouldn't be surprised. You probably already know. I'm sorry if you haven't gotten harassed more now. You might need to start talking a little louder because yeah. it's, it's coming. I just feel like yeah. it's, uh, it, it, it made know. me think about what happened to like Mike Brown and Trayvon and how quickly those stories spun out of control and people yeah. took them for truth and so many people read the Blaze and and all, and, and like uh, O'Reilly and these these other it's like right wings yeah. you know they read these things like they're fact so right. a lot of people get their news from that and of course no wonder they fucking think things are all fucked up they have no idea what's going on and just to see it happen firsthand and how a narrative could get spun and be completely false um uh, thank you know shout out to the people from Raw Story because I contacted them Word. and they fixed a lot of stuff in that story they mentioned Dante Ivy's case and they put f- video footage um, that I had taken up kind of showing what actually happened at the incident um, so but they were reluctant even when they were reporting originally they're like this is what's being reported none of it's been corroborated you know but this is what uh, conservatives are trying to say they're trying to make this racist dude a martyr so um, they, they were way closer being you know skeptical about the stories that were coming right. out and they eventually kind of correct you know corrected what happened so you know uh, so shout nothing. out to Raw Story something I've been thinking about a lot you mentioned the other day how uh, you know since your return you know you've been thinking about your job, you're just feeling, you know, having a hard time yeah, getting back to the ground here. Yo, I, imagine being out in like the heart of it, and then f- three days later, I'm like staring at the screen. Desk, yeah. I'm just like, what am I doing here? I want to do a die in in the like break this, room. This should be uh, inspiration <laughs> if we can get like a some kind of Kickstarter campaign to just get you guys to travel around the country and uh, actually snuff people who deserve just it. Actually, punch people. <laughs> <in the face. laughs> Wait, just kick people. Kickstarter. We'll just kick people. You know, I'm all for that. I got five on it right now. Shit, let's go. You know what I mean? Right Shout on. out to Joseph Fellow. You got a meme for that? I'm with it. Word. What? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so that's what happened. If you have any more questions, shoot us a tweet. But uh, yeah, a lot of people just were curious about it, and a lot of people were, uh, for whatever reason, inspired uh, by you know by it because we 
we're, we're kind of doing it because we feel compelled to and obligated to. Yeah. And people are like, we had what the you're means. doing. Yeah. We um, had the means and I was honestly inspired by them. Yeah. So if we're inspiring you, then everything's working. Yep. Right. You well, know what I mean? That's the point. And, and that's what, we're going to go into this next topic before we get into first break of music because that's what that's what inspired this. This is called propaganda because a lot of people were coming up to me and I think you tr- true also and saying, oh, I appreciate you so much for doing this. Like you're an inspiration, all this stuff. And I personally hate I, I just don't like praise or compliments like that. Like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I have issues with that. I, I don't like people uh, coming up to me and say, saying those things. I'm just uncomfortable with it. And um, I, I get where they're coming from, but I was curious if other people had ever felt like that. Like, when people kind of big you up for something and you're just like, you don't think that it's something you should be getting props for, or you just think this is just a, a regular thing, or I don't know. Um, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like the, 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 the absentee father that gets his, his kids on the weekend. Yeah, or every like other props, weekend, and say, he's like, "Yeah, I, I'm with my kids this weekend. I'm babysitting. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Uh, that's what you're supposed guess, to do. Yeah, yeah. You know I don't what I'm know. Saying? So, so I don't, I don't want to get props for something that we all should be attending to anyway. Hey, should you, all, we should always be out. Don't, don't hey, make no, no. Jokes. no. Oh, you black people speak so eloquently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I, I want to be. Uh, so, do you ever, uh, JB? Do you ever like when people just come up to you and say, "Oh, what you're doing at Fly Right is great," or even music? Like if they come up to you and they're just, you know, saying how amazing you are and all this stuff do you ever like not blush but you're just like I don't feel that way about myself necessarily so I, I just don't you know I don't you know I see what you're saying but I don't know how to respond to it, it makes me uncomfortable in, in my know. head in my head I'm like that but uh-huh. you know if someone takes the time out of their day to pay me a compliment uh-huh. I'm always accepted of it I, I'm always like thank of accepting of it I'm always like thank you okay. thank you I appreciate your compliment thank you I, I'm glad I touched you and wh- when it comes to my music I'm okay. glad I touched you in whatever way you okay. know that, that it affected you anybody else here to feel uncomfortable when somebody's saying how awesome they are yeah I want to I want to ask you this God oh big time as a, as a response to that yeah there's a question as a response do you feel that you're uncomfortable with it because you because the expectation is that others should also be doing this you want Others that's my point. Doing this work, right, John and Masai. That's not why I feel uncomfortable. No, I mean, but, but, but your activity is an example to others. You want, we want others. I would to love that. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, work. yeah. I mean, so yeah, I think that's a good thing. If that's a good outcome, because people do say things like, you know, I see what you're you're doing, and I like, I want to do that. If you can do it, I can do it. I want to help. I think that's great. And I've mentioned that about Fly Right, our hip hop writing program for the for the kids. Uh, we've had people hit us up and say. Across the country even And say We want to do this too You know You inspired us to do it I think that's great That people want to do that But uh, just for what You know Praise so I know certain people Have issues with it Jody you were going to say You kind of can relate Or As a as a child of divorce I think that there's something Of, of that Where there's uh, Where you recognize that And I, for, I think for my entire life I've always had a, a hard time Just like accepting praise For whatever reason uh-huh. uh, As it relates to This particular topic And more even so uh, Like when I think about Beat Shot Music Where there's certain instances Where it's like it's just more socially acceptable to be humble about certain things mm. instead of saying right. where at the end of the day uh, I just want to shout from the mountaintop how dope we are and all the good yeah, shit yeah. that we do and we do this this way and that isn't that better than how these guys do it over this way but it's not like you could do that but then people are going to be like well damn these guys really like themselves but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean where it's, it's just better if we all just sit around and talk to each other about how great we yeah. are quietly uh, you know, on microphones <laughs> I guess I don't know but there's where it's important for, for this thing and where I think that it doesn't matter and where people need to say uh, thank you uh, or, or at least you need to hear people say thank you uh, 
I'm inspired in the in the in this past week. I've been inspired more. I, you know, I don't make it to the Cami meetings. I'm not. I'm not at the protests. I have a very uh, uh, a small a smaller world view of what's of of what's personally important to me. Not that I don't support. Not that I don't express out there. But like, hey, it's Tuesday. Uh, I can make this thing, this thing, and this thing. But I can't make it this thing and this thing. And yeah, on yeah. my list on a daily, it's generally my family comes first. Absolutely. Um, when I see some of the stuff that's in the news, and uh, uh, what was the big one? The, the the protesters at the college and the library, and I think we're going to talk about this a little later, yeah. more in detail. Uh-huh. But reading the Reddit post and like uh, reading about other students reacting to the riot, and it's just crazy yeah. racist posts. And it's like one of those like don't read the comment situations. Yeah. When I read the comments, I get inspired. To block traffic for ten hours, right. twenty hours. You know what I mean? I, I get inspired to do this shit out of anger, yeah, out of yeah. frustration. Uh, whereas when I go and I hear about what you guys are doing in Missouri, when I come to the Deaf Reception album release party, I'm inspired by art mm-hmm. uh, and by you guys doing positive things and people doing positive things, and I feel better uh, reacting and then acting on that inspiration as opposed to. Uh, the negative end uh, You know I, I feel like the fire Burns a little longer When it's when it's not out of anger I don't know maybe, But when, for me when personally you get, When you get props uh, Or praise Like for whatever For m- making Felix Your son Or just for For DJing Or you know Anything Do you uh, Have you been good At accepting that Or does it make you comfortable No I, 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 get, I look at the ground I shuffle my yeah, feet okay. It's like yeah, my, You know It's like It's one of those things that I'm, You know I'm gonna wait by trade So I'm at work And people are like Oh you had great service I'm like This is, like, this is what I do I was oh, like You're okay. the 20th person To say that, that. Okay. It, it's, it's good But it's also one of those things where it's like, as a waiter, the person that compliments you the most usually tips you the least. Oh, really? Uh, so there's, this is one of those things. Oh, okay. But uh, so that's good to know. There's kind of all, all across the board, but generally it's like I'm like, thanks, and I kind of like change the subject okay. as quickly as possible. True master, same question. Do you when because people come up to you all the time, you're the best DJ oh. ever. Like, <laughs> how do you feel? Like, does it make you feel uncomfortable, or are you like, yeah, I am the fucking best DJ ever? No, nope. give me ten dollars. No, okay. no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, you know, I give tips back. Um, uh, I say thank you, but in my mind, you know, you're the best DJ ever, and I'm thinking about the Nate the Greats and the J Rocks and all these other people that inspired me. Bro, you're making me, me feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, I feel a little uncomfortable right I now. I don't care. I don't care because those are the people that made me want to do it. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like you're the first person that I saw a DJ at the back of Red Square, and I was like, oh, "Holy crap! All the joints <laughs> that this guy is playing, I want to." So it it always goes someplace else. It always takes me to another place where uh-huh. the ins- where the inspiration came from. Thank you so much. You know, um, people calling upon me to, to DJ their weddings. It's a very unique uh, group of people that always ask me to DJ their weddings. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants me. The person who wants the guy that plays like the Macarena and the Locomotion and, and the Cupid Shuffle, like only the wedding songs doesn't ask for me. Okay. They want the guy that's going to play, you know, James Brown. Mm. They, they want the guy that's going to play Fat Freddy's Drop. Mm. The guy who's going to play Goss Effects at the wedding. That, those are the people who call on me and that's a good feeling because then they, then I know that they're genuinely connected them to call, me. So them calling you and, and wanting your service is a good feeling but when they're saying how amazing you are you feel a little... Yeah, I just say thank you and I'm like, you know, it's like, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do with It's that? over and o- it's over. Yeah. It's constantly... Look, you hired me. That you know that was okay. thank you enough. Okay, Nate the Great, same question. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, I get a little weird when people compliment me. Okay, um, I tend to have an impulse to to 
compliment them back. <laughs> okay. So like if oh, someone okay. gives me a compliment, uh, I, I can't just take it. I kind yeah, of yeah. say, yeah. I kind of give a compliment back in a no, weird way. You are. Yeah. Yeah. So Nate, you're, you're awesome, sh- man. <laughs> Bro, you're awesome. There we man. go. There we go. <laughs> the, the, the deflector tactic. And, I know. And the so yeah. I guess that's kind of how I deal with it. Um, and sometimes I'll just, you know, kind of put my head down. Thanks, thanks, uh-huh. thanks, thanks, thanks. You know, cool. you right. the great in your name, though. So at some point, you Ooh. had to be relatively yeah. comfortable but with that's his, some but that's his of alter ego, though. That's his alter ego. Hey, I right. can say it. You can't right. say it. I can say it. You so, can't say it. So who, what's White Devil's Advocate? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's another alter ego. <laughs> 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 Nate, we're finding he's schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. So so many people were saying Wait. this type of stuff. Oh, did you? Gato on. Gato's got a story. I want to hear Gato. No, I just want to stay on topic, Gato. How do you feel when you get compliments? That's all. I <laughs> want to say that because when you said that at first, it's like, yes, we should be having, we should be doing good things, and uh, that's it. But since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and people would say, "What a smart, nice young guy," I wanted to step on their toes really? and hit them right in the pelvis. Really? <laughs> so it, it bothers Man you. or woman? I didn't care. It bothers because you. I feel like it's like you know, you're putting somebody on a spot. You're, you're like, it's almost like you're mocking them. Okay. Oh, when you okay. See a macaw on the tree. When you see a beautiful. Chameleon. When you see a, a lizard, when you see a bird, an eagle, anything, it doesn't go. Wow, I feel great because you're acknowledging me. It is great without whether or not Ooh. you acknowledge it. We don't need to be told Boom. how good we are. So don't insult people. You hear that, everybody? Masai said it. Stop insulting us. This is great. I be love that. Great. All right, this is fantastic because oh, sorry, I, I, you, you said it's like they're mocking you. Okay, so when this started happening, especially recently when we got back from Missouri, I was like, you obs- all right, bro? I was obsessed <laughs> with finding out. <laughs> He's like, oh, the rum. He like, he like, he like collapsed after that speech. <laughs> yo, it, yo, it must be the rum because we didn't even have any. We didn't get any rum today, so yeah. Oh, by wow. the way, I posted those pictures of Corey and Ironweed. Oh, excellent. Let okay. me just insert that cool, into cool, the cool. conversation. Um, okay, go ahead. So, so when yes. this happened, I really wanted to know because I, I felt real uncomfortable. So many people, like people, come up every spread out once in a while of this song or whatever, you know. But so many people were saying, you know, you and True going out there really inspired me. I want to help you. You guys are amazing, all this stuff, and it makes me uncomfortable. It's always made me uncomfortable so I spent like a full day researching like the psychology behind it because I, I just wanted to understand it better and, and Gatto hit the nail on the head when he said it feels like they're mocking you um, so I read several like scholarly articles about this because this is a phenomenon and one really good one that I read in psychology today was an article called why some people hate receiving compliments uh, simple as that um, said that uh, it's all related to self-esteem so if you have low self-esteem and you receive receive compliments it makes you uncomfortable and you feel like they're insulting you and, and they said quote-unquote uh, receiving praise from others when we feel negatively about ourselves elicits discomfort because it conflicts with our existing belief system so it's like you're saying something that i believe not to be true because i have low self-esteem about myself and just by saying it makes me uncomfortable which is another reason why we say we a lot and i can i'm cool with beat shot getting props but i hate when someone tells me specifically about props i don't feel any of us have low self-esteem though i mean i know i don't have low self-esteem i don't think i have low low (laughs) self-esteem yo every show besides like make noise for yourselves. Uh, yeah, and that, right. someone said it to right. me at the He's show. Like, Get away and, from uh, me. Amani comes up and she's like, why can't we make noise for you? And I didn't even catch what she was talking about. Oh, but that's I never, some deep Yo, shit I don't right even there. like that. Yeah. But I totally agreed with what I was reading. And also, I had a breakthrough. This is why I love Kanye West. Because he has the self-esteem that he has like extra self-esteem. He took mine. Uh, he took everyone's <laughs> self-esteem. And he's got enough for extra people. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I, I'm shit. like kind of vicariously enjoying how much esteem he has. Swag so we don't have yeah, to. Yeah, because he's like a, he's like a 
fanciful. Yeah, he's like an alter ego or some like caricature of self esteem. And uh, yeah, I don't. His I th- swag is on a yo, it is. hundred thousand trillion. Exactly. And he he writes about. And I, I think that's uh, uh something that happens, especially to um, minority groups too, because we're kind of always in this like second class place in society. And I know for a fact women um have even lower rates of self esteem uh, on a whole compared to men. And I think that's just because of how society kind of puts us in a hierarchy. And uh-huh. if you have low self esteem, you're going to be less li- likely to be responsive to compliments or you're going to reject them and think someone's lying to you. But you um, want a hotep. Mm, you want a hotep mm, when black men yeah, call right. themselves God. Uh, exactly. Yeah, okay. no. So, um, and just uh, the last thing this on is, this. this. Let me say one oh, more no, thing. Yeah, one more ahead. thing to that. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy with that word. <laughs> you want a hotep N word. <laughs> anyway, check it. Right. This is, this, is, this is the compliments that I don't appreciate. Mm. For instance, today I was working with a patient and she started giving me compliments. She's older, older white lady. She started. JP, you are so short. I love it. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I fit you in my glove compartment. So I, oh shit! I was just pretending. Uh, you know sorry, Mister JB. Mister JB. Awful. Older white lady. All right, sorry. Older white lady. At the job, I'm Doctor John. <laughs> Remember that. Oh, okay, anyway, okay, anyway, okay, okay. No, but um, right place, right time. Exactly. But um, check it. She 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 was giving me lots of compliments, and then. It seemed like she was trying to hit on me, and I'm like, nah, I, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Don't compliment me and then want to hit on me in the same freaking token. Like, oh. I know I'm doing my job, and my job is great. I appreciate that. I, uh-huh. I know what I'm worth at my job, but don't try and so hit on me. So you felt it was disingenuous. It was, it was disingenuous, okay. and and I didn't. I did, it it wasn't warranted. I didn't want it. Okay. You know, you look do great that. today, Doctor well, John. That's just because JB has low self esteem. He didn't like those compliments. Um, Doctor <laughs> had lots of low self. If we get any. If we get anything out of this discussion, I just want it to be that um, how important it is to like foster self-esteem and self-care, uh, especially Definitely. if you're in a group of people um, who uh, historically and socially are, are, are considered right. Yeah, right. If you're in a group that it has has lower um, standards, consider or you're considered lower in society. Um, it's so in important height. to take care of yourself and, and have uh, high self-esteem. No, Doctor John, your shoe game. I can't have high self-esteem. I, ju- I can just have esteem. Not just high. Be aware of the patho- <laughs> be aware of the pathology, and I'm gonna try and do a better job myself. Like when I get compliments, to not just be like, "I think you're lying." Stop mocking me, as, as Gatto said. Um, but right. one one quick thing that I was really interesting in this article, I just want to read. It relates to self esteem in relationships, and it says um, the challenge of complimenting a relationship partner partner with low self esteem is um, the resistance. Uh, sorry, uh, the resistance people with low self esteem have to compliments can be especially pronounced when it comes from a relationship partner. One study found that giving people with low self-esteem praise about their uh, being a good boyfriend or girlfriend was enough to make them feel more insecure about their partner and view their entire relationship more negatively. So they thought That's by their odd. partner saying, you're great and you know, you're great at this, you're great in bed, you're a good boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. They thought they were lying to them and uh, it made them feel more insecure. That's interesting. So the, the compliments ended up hurting their self-esteem more. Um, so this is Truth. like crazy you know, stuff to think about. So the psychology behind it and uh, just be aware of it. So I, I, it was something that I was getting so uncomfortable. I just wanted to know more about it and now I think I have a better understanding of even why I like Kanye West and why I have an issue with compliments so um, so it's cool it's something to think about and uh, I, I just wanted to touch on it tonight uh, what about what about yeah, he doesn't do he doesn't do compliments he doesn't say thank you shit, yo don't even bother <laughs> don't do it to yeah, the side keep it moving All right, yep. just keep it moving <laughs> what about when what about when people 
are masochistic and only want to be attracted to people who are cruel, demeaning, and abrasive to them. Is this an extension of the same philosophy? I think it really is. I think people that have really uh, poor internalized self-image and low self-esteem, they feel that they don't deserve to be with someone who's caring and loving, and they'll be attracted to uh, partners who will abuse them or take advantage of them, and that's a whole other episode for another show, but I think you did they figured out that that they're against getting the compliments, so they're like, let me do everything oh, I can let me to get not someone get, who won't get compliment, who won't compliment oh, yeah. me, so now I can feel more yeah, comfortable yeah. Oh, just stepping whoa. outside of my apartment Yeah, because I'm more comfortable getting like put down at the end. Right. <laughs> oh, because I'm already at this level here. Any compliment's going to you know, send me out of flux here, so good, it's yeah. like, let me keep it like base level or lower, Ooh. and I can just this always rise stuff. on top. This is deep Very, stuff. You know what yeah, compliment I appreciate a lot? When, when, I, when, I see, when I see cha-ching, another $10 for death perception. That's the compliment. Ah, yeah. All right, so we're going to get uh, to, to the first or second block of music if you count that song we played. Oh, we uh, are? When we come back, yeah, we are. Uh, when we come back, we have some other things to talk about. We're going to do a segment called Forget Paris, and we're going to talk um, uh, We're going to talk about the terror attack that happened in France, and we're going to pretend to talk about that movie that Billy Crystal did in 1995. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, AIDS and kind of how AIDS has changed. Uh, HIV and AIDS have changed since the 80s, and it's, it's, it's kind of shifted completely. And uh, as many people know, Charlie Sheen uh, kind of revealed his status today, and it started a whole conversation about HIV and AIDS again. Um, and then we're going to uh, uh, play some Missy Elliott's new joint and talk about comebacks in hip-hop. Yeah. So we got some cool stuff coming up. Keep it locked. At Beach Shot Radio. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, we're using the hashtags tonight, Death Perception and Ironweed, right? That's what we're doing? So yes. those are the hashtags. Oh, I should have hashtag Corey's. Yo, can I edit? No, like, you, can, can, you can't edit tweets. Can I ask? Yeah, you can't edit tweets? <laughs> you you just tweet them. it again. Yeah, Delete it and tweet it again. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that then. Yeah, yeah. So, Thanks for your Twitter instructions. I really don't know how to use but that. But we already Yo, retweeted that shit like 60,000 yeah, yeah. Oh, you times. did? Yo, so I can't delete Yo, it Yo, Nate the Great was on right his phone for like 15 minutes sending out one, one tweet. tweet. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I was totally missing everything. Oh, this is so fucked All up. right. So keep it locked. Be Shot Radio. We'll be right back. Peace. Boom. Be Shot. Boom. Yeah. Uh. Boom. Okay. Boom. Uh. Boom. Dirty. Uh. Yeah. Yo, this is music on steroids and gamma radiation. Grandma thug, Bruce Banner with the pen. Let's begin. Been my own competition since day one. Major laser pointers with the iron, no ray gun. The great just slice your face with Aquas facing Not a block zone. Don't worry about your boy, mama. I'm good. I'm in my zone. I've been in out cash. You could tell I was pumping out the speaker box. Used to rock those suede ballads. You was bumping up the Reeboks. Been on my grown man ish since a teenager. Before cell phones, when we had sky pages, smart guys. Sound mapping the sequence to the human genome project. Random balance and ask the various female objects. I took those panties from my throat, used them as seeds. Planted them close to the earth, now I succeed. I do this for the souls of the deceased, cause they can't speak. The voice of the people, for I'm gone or I can't breathe. Let's all eat. Yeah. I'm the intelligent, prize on the mic. I'm the intelligent, prize on the mic. I'm the intelligent, prize on the mic. Yeah, this is what you wanted, right? Didn't know I had it in me. Thought this was for fun, right? Didn't know your boy gets busy. Used to push that crap rock. Now I push the envelope and rock. Rock shows, pop, go to bipolar when that map pops. This 
what happens when I black out. Death happens with long, hot summers. Peace to Master Ace. We create memorials with candles and liquor, but celebrate that same shit that keeps damaging ninjas like it was Grand Theft Auto at 15. No game playing. Now that feels precise in prison. They still not playing, but they playing around making money for medical marijuana. Magically made it legal, incarcerated. Rocky Bella drug laws got a grip on those 80s babies. Now I pen poems and pro voice to save these babies. Cause I'm so blunt with it. No smoking mirrors, but I spill my guts in the gutter with what I utter. They don't love us. Nah. I'm the intelligent prize on the mic. I'm, 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 I'm the intelligent prize on the mic. On the, on the mic. Just because entertainment, beat shot. People are tired. People all over America okay. are tired. How cops kill and beat innocent uh-huh. people for no reason. This is what we have yeah. to look forward to all over the place. Look how quick, within a matter of days, they were able to go into a martial law status. Five one eight to Ferguson, urgency, nerve of me, NYC, Harlem swag, light is out, let's burn this bitch down, cameras out, televised, revolution, fight for life, underground death match, fight club, you got a right to love and a right to live, human rights, death toll, death takes its toll on the human psyche, there's no one like me, but everybody likes me, a bunch of leeches, opportunity standing in their fucking bleachers, with their hands out, hands up, don't shoot, hands down, I'm the best, hands down, die anyway, you could die any day, accidentally, we gave you one, that was OJ, that's okay, you can have that They're trying to rob me And take Cosby No way Can we get that attack Man, it's frightening Masters whip Masters gun Martial law Police state Martial arts Being marshaled off Alarms and all Sandbox to the pine box Too soon New coons and new slaves Old system System of a down Don't steal this album No playing around No games No activision This is activism Sacrilegious Play this on the radio Radio Raheem They got a central code I can't breathe They took Marcus They took Martin They took Malcolm What's the outcome The alpha blood We're trying to love Something that don't love us back crazy without the drugs you're lighting up jb i'm out to crush your fight for what's right billy mine the time is now what's up you ready you what you ready or not refugees in my own skin no biggie not ready to die to keep quiet while we start this ride in your city i said you're not ready to die to keep quiet while we start this ride in your city no mr t and no pity roll with us to get rolled on rolled over joy soldiers changes come and hold on and why the cops Martial law. The one I saw the police every day. They have complete domain over us. They are like gods. If they tell you not to do something, you cannot do it. And if you do, they will treat you like a dog. You will be shot down. Well, at least for a black man. I'm not sure for everybody, but I do understand that. I hope it's not like that for everybody. It shouldn't be. It should not be like that for any human being to live on this planet. We go the same hood. We are from the same center. This is the way one person can tell us of what the law of people tell us of what and what we cannot do. Hey.
ago. I'm looking like, God damn, I should've done this 10 years ago. I should've done this 10 years ago. I'm looking like, God damn, I should've done this 10 years ago. I should've done this 10 years ago. I'm looking back in 05. I was so live, had a good thing going till I took a nosedive. I lost my mom, Dukes, and had to have my papa. Then my life feeling like a ghetto soap opera. Was going through what I know. How could you blame me? But excuses to the UP. Sounded cockamamie. Sold a little weed, had some odd jobs. I was washing dishes while my man got robbed. Right about that time, I was still hosting pranks too. And I held it down, and I never got a thank, thank you. Oh, you think not so? You can ask right. I should have wiped her up and stop fucking with them. Damn. My loyalty is blind. So here we go again. No, no, no. Ten years ago, I should have done this ten years ago. I'm looking like God damn, I should have done this ten years ago. I should have done this ten years ago. I'm looking like God But I was dreaming about the limey life, trying to get my rhyming type. I was spiked like the fruit juice at basement party sites. In a weird position from a hermetic tradition under shining lights. So I the character, but I'm kind of nice. He's so awkward. Catch me in the corner with a quarter brew after performing when I should be courting you. Oh, he's a fucking asshole. Forgetting aims, I'm overwhelmed, my face is on the flyer But in my mind, it's a lonely Helen This nigga's a weirdo No pack in the back, in the back of the hack It was panic attacks in the back where I sat her I'm drinking so much that I'm flat on my back Now I'm back in the town The newer generation showing admiration for sound That we created They got me feeling like an old head That's trying to guide them from mistakes so you don't go there Till we get hot as nose hairs on a coke head And show these niggas worldwide how to load it Ten years ago, I should have done this ten years ago. I'm looking like God damn, I should have done this ten years ago. I should have done this ten years ago. I'm looking like God damn. Keisha, I used to pull me a big fine L and watch a whole lot of basketball and Seinfeld. Aside from my fish scale clientele, there are a few things I know as well as basketball and Seinfeld. 40 cabins, phrases for these parrots. Mimic the style, you get embarrassed. Dish the filthy habits. In a limousine, every limousine covered in some fine fabric. Still, we can have it. For them cash that will rob you for your pack. Back when Robert Pack was a maverick. Who had six to give wavy wops? It's not trading cards when I see your shorty gave me tops. Teeth look like chicklets. Big and white like Rick Smith. I'm at my Travis best. The rest is average at best. And it's that land bias in its purest form. Word is born, Joby word is song. If you don't recognize that you're a spawn, catch a bigger bullet than George Marisol. Rick Flair with the chops. And they thought he's gonna flop. Finally back on the top. I already made it to the finals playing with Sagana Jock. Still serve you that Will Purdue. Bill Winnings is still spending them. Smoking new poor shorts, call them Muzzy Bogues. So called thugs be doing Vogues. Me and my team hit the road. What? With plenty roads and many modes. Droogs mad, they couldn't see the big picture. I write my name on your face with a bogey, that's my signature. Still hungry, apple juice and bologna. Eat your food, fat of pony, cats from harm, cats from pony. Those Matt Maloney stats are phony. I send a bullet at your pony, then we done with that jabroni. I'm in holy matrimony with this bread. Deals we broker, y'all couldn't be broker. Nah, bad breath control for a smoker. I'm dirt, you more like Mehmet O'Kerr. Peep the game when you're crewing. And you know I brought a crewing. Listen, I ain't even with the arguing. Patrick, you win. Basketball, 
Everybody loves a Drake. Left with class C and D. Who's it gonna be? Tweedle Dumb and Tweedle D. I said neither. Score free. So left that the dude going left is corny to me. Drink Snapple all the time. If I don't get that, I have a cranberry juice with two limes. But they do should be a crime. I mean, what's the deal with rappers who don't rhyme? Fucking hermit. Talk about cars, but like straight ahead, you ain't got a permit. What are you driving at? Where are you driving at? Don't make me send a shot at you now. You ain't surviving that. Black, clean headshot. That's where to really get a red dot. John seen every episode. How much more can we watch? The motherfucker Danny Hots. Your man nice will drew nicer. Smooth. Be shy. Told me that I'm coming from the city where they rain on your parade. They love it if you broke, they hate if you get paid. They told me to reach my prime if I give up, then I fade. Cause they don't wanna see me shine, they want me stuck in the shade. My uncle said your best friend could be the envious one. Cause when your friends go away, that's when your enemies come. It's like sort of a maze that you can never find the way. And if you need to sell your soul, then sign away. They told me that I would drop from my classes out of college. And just before I knew it, man, my future was demolished. She told me I'll acknowledge all the knowledge. That I learned, study weaknesses and strengths and polish them for my return. They told me to never ever trust a bitch, cause a girl can turn you crazy. So I fuck my ex and fuck her friend, come home and fuck my lady, and it's shady, I agree. But if my girl is playing me, that means that someone's fucking free, cause my girl ain't paying me. They told me to never stress about the money I don't have, cause the money's just a test to see how long you get last. They said, if I stay focused, then I'm quick to come up fast, for I know it being broke will be a thing of the Past. I stay patient, but patient dies slowly Especially when you think that you'll miss the one and only And so before I sink, I'ma follow what they've shown me The only things I know is what they told me, yeah And they told me to never let it go And they told me to never sell my soul They told me if I ever wanna blow Stay focused on my goals And that's the only thing I know is what they told me I would never see the top And they told me that my album's gonna fly And they told 
Djembe. Yo, we just played some cool joints. Uh, that, that last one was uh, myself and Mika Max uh, way back called They Told Me. Uh, we did that like 10 years ago. Cool. Shout out to Mika Max. Uh, tweet him. Through. Text him. We did. I th- we did. I tweeted it. You can retweet him. Um, what else? Did we, we played some more joints off. Uh, do we play uh, Intelligent Design off we Death Perception? Yes, Intelligent that's Design. true. Yeah. Off Death Perception. Who did the scratches on that joint? I did. Nate okay. the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> that was your original DJ name. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yo, shout out to <laughs> Albany Albany Distillery coming through with the uh, spirits. Word. They're our new. Uh, they they sponsor us. So this episode of Beach Eye Radio is brought to you by Albany Distillery and uh, Iron and Weed. the Iron Wheat the Bourbon Iron Whiskey Iron tonight. Whiskey. Speaking, of, speaking y'all on, giving shout outs. I, I want to give some shout outs to people that are on the check in. Oh yeah, it's check in time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's check in time. It's so many people hitting us up. Shout out to Tanisha, Amani, Scout, Lindsay, Tara, Agent 518, Chef Dad, Ariella, DJ Italy. My dude Italy be sending me some banging ass beats. I just want to say that. Um, Taina, Albany Distillery, KC, Mari, Dan Johnson, Graffiti, Skills, oh, wow. Tyra Powell, Angelica Clark, uh, Ronnie yeah, Asback. Man, it's yeah. so um, freaking freaking Panucci is on the check in. Check the stats right now. Yeah, we got a lot yeah, of people tuning in. It's man. a lot of people tuning Yo, in. Had, man. I, I'm telling up. you, those last in the last Dan three Hogan. Weeks. Did, you, did I say no, Dan yeah, Hogan? No, you didn't. Dan Hogan. Shout Dan out Hogan. to Renna. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Shout out to Jenna. 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 Yeah. Shout out. Shout Jenna, out. Cool. Shout out. Last three weeks, for whatever reason, we've we've had definitely a huge like up upswing in people tuning in and also interacting with us. Yeah, I think a lot of people were just kind of tuning in before, and now a lot of them are just tweeting at us angry stuff or whatever so, <laughs> so that's always fun so yeah keep those tweets coming at B-Shot Radio yeah. we can't hear you we can't hear you Gato I can't hear I yeah, can't. We, yeah. know, we can't hear you Angel- Angelica Clark as you mentioned is on the check in and she just said there's also multiple cops outside her crib right now on the check in <laughs> oh shit <Yeah. laughs> like, oh shit they're like his Messiah he heard his voice hashtag North, North, North Central, Central Troy, Troy problems, problems. So, <laughs> so hopefully she's safe <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, yeah, shout out to we everyone. Gotta go over there? We, Do we have to go over there. Hopefully, she'll be all right. She'll, uh, yeah, tweet us if anything goes wrong. We'll shoot 
over there. <laughs> we'll yes, we it. will. And you said, Lindsay, shout out to Miss B. I know she is super, super pregnant. She's like on the on the edge. <laughs> yeah. She's like, if it doesn't happen like in five minutes, it's happening in six yeah. minutes. You know. And so, uh, sorry, Lin- sorry, Lindsay, Lynn Buns. Yeah, you can't call her Lindsay. Shout out to Lindsay. She made me play Earl Sweatshirt Money and Mad Trap music at her wedding. <laughs> it hurt. Oh, the nitty gritty slam is on the check in also. Yeah, I think they just had a slam. Um, So let's switch gears a little bit. We talk about some serious stuff. Um, Let's talk about uh, the the lighter side of life. Um, What are you guys looking forward to cinematic-wise, like things that are coming up this year? And also, what have you been watching on Netflix? Um, Is there anything that's kind of jumped out at you? I've I've been watching uh, Narcos, which is incredible. I just finished that. And um, damn, what the hell else was I watching? The uh, Last Man on Earth. I've been watching that. So I don't know. How was that? Uh, At first, I liked it. But now it's become... It's become like his life is so frustrating. It it makes me ang- antsy, like anxious. You ever watch the Pink Panther or like the uh, Mr. Magoo and like right? Uh, oh no, Mr. Pink, Pink no Pink Mr. Panther, Mr. Bean. Yeah. It's like something bad it. is always happening yeah. to him, yeah. and it doesn't make me feel good to watch it. I'm just, right. I just I like the show goes off and I just feel stressed out. It's I'm like, like Curb ah. Your Enthusiasm or uh, <laughs> Hey Ladies on HBO. Yeah, yeah Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. does that too. It gives yeah. me anxiety. I'm yeah. like, God, that's rough. That's so hard. what what is this Last Man on Earth? What's Last that about? Last Man on Earth is about a man who is the he thinks he's the last man on earth but uh, slow it's kind of like Gilligan's Island because more and more people start showing up to where <laughs> he is um, so there's like <laughs> there'll be like guests the special guests and like, like dude you're in Nebraska yeah. The, yeah. the cast is growing <laughs> they're, they're actually in Tucson Arizona but the, the whole world is dead he thinks he's the last man on earth and he is for like two years and then finally people start finding him um, so it's just about kind of rebuilding the world in Tucson wait starting with this dude wait a minute oh, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute stop for a second yeah, yeah. and because I said Michael Brown died for disrespecting the police I got popped in the mouth a few times and other students kind of pulled this guy away let's stop for a second that, that's you're reading a, a post that was put up I think MC Graffiti posted it and it's about uh, what we were talking about in Missouri when uh, this is the account of the racist protester what he said happened right He's yeah and he got popped in the mouth because but, he was talking shit about Mike Brown that, you yeah. know the crazy thing about it I see graffiti put it up there right and then I scroll down slowly and I see a, a goatee and I'm like oh damn the graph get punched in the mouth and then I read the freaking <laughs> oh it's the guy yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. oh damn that was just the guy whatever whatever <laughs> See? Yeah. don't hold up See? read everything first man that's yes. how we would start so aside from you know uh, Netflix I know there's a bunch of movies coming out that I'm looking forward to seeing so um, I, I I was looking online today uh, to just to double check I mean the main thing I'm looking forward to is probably Creed true you're like a Star Wars fanatic so I'm guessing that's up there on the yeah, list I'll take no I'll uh, take Creed I'll definitely take uh, Heart of the Sea you know, Heart of the Sea did you know about that I, oh definitely okay I didn't know about that and I saw a whale on the um, poster and I was like oh True's gonna love this movie just because I've been to about that Um, I'm definitely down for some Hateful Eight and I'm getting some real bad feedback about um about uh, Spectre, unfortunately, Ooh, oh, real a bad, of, a really? like a wasted, wasted performance by um Which by the Quaid, dude Craig. I don't nah, know. Dude. Christoph Waltz, there, right? Christo- yeah, yeah, Waltz. Oh, okay. Yeah, like what? you know, he's way better than you know everything you've seen him in. He was phenomenal, and now this. Oh, Damn, so it's unfortunate. I mean, I probably we was gonna try and go see that this weekend. Too. Yeah, right. and of course, Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is you know, I'm I'm not the Christmas dude, but that's my Christmas. Star Wars, December 18th. I'm excited too. I'm I'm in for that one and actually so to back to the Netflix thing what I've been watching on Netflix is they have the uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars all the animated series there and I feel like for the last year I've been trying to watch all of them there's so many there's so many so it's like six Damn. seasons uh, 39 episodes yeah. per season and it's like I remember when uh, 
when episode two ended and uh, I remember thinking I was cheated because I really was really into like the concept of Clone Wars and like where are the Clone Wars where's all this war and then I'm like now I'm like oh god can it just end so it's like uh, but I'm excited I'm excited to get through it uh, rewatch the third one and then uh, just when this new one man comes back around I'm excited I'm excited for it yeah I'm with you on that I got st- I got Star Wars I got Clone Wars um, I'm still watching Boondocks I'm you know catching up on Boondocks, my Boondocks. have dope. you seen the new uh, Aziz Ansari show uh, that's Master of None Master of None I'm getting into that really? next we just yeah we actually so just good. watched an episode before I, before I came it's over so here. good I just finished yeah, this it's first so, scene yeah, it's it's so, it, I'm surprised it's besides really Lobo anybody see Snowpiercer Dead silence. That's Not a good one. Really. Check that out. That's Keep a good it. one. No. A lot of gems on there. That's me and uh, me and Corey are actually gonna be heading to the city on Thursday to hopefully catch Snowpiercer. a preview of um, the Hateful Eight. FYI. Oh, so nice. yeah, nice. so that so would be good know. if we can get that if we can get that sneak peek cool. in. So the Hateful Eight. Oh, were you gonna say true? I'm sorry. No, that was it. Okay, the Hateful Eight is, is um this is uh, Quentin Tarantino's movie post Civil War Wyoming. I guess bounty hunters are trying to find shelter, and it's gonna be a, a, your typical violent Quentin Tarantino movie um, the only reason the main reason I want to see this is because Quentin Tarantino has been protesting for Black Lives Matter yes. and there's a boycott by the police unions to not see it Sweet. so so because I kind of like Tarantino movies anyway and just yeah. despite them I'm going to go check this out The Hateful Eight it comes in theaters uh, January 8th so if the that's your thing yeah like, any, yeah like any Tarantino fans are going to like boycott you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, not, at yeah. not at all stop yo, stop don't even try yo those cops are totally going to be in like their Walmart Uniforms going <laughs> to that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, also, that same day, I might make it a double uh, feature because a movie called The Revenant is coming Woo! out. I, I'm really looking forward to this. It's Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy, um, both of whom I'm big fans of. There, people are saying this may this may be his uh, DiCaprio's Oscar oh, role. Um, but it's about mm. it, it takes place in the 1800s. Uh, it's uh, the uh, I guess a frontiersman gets like mauled by a bear and he's left for dead by his boy out in the woods. Um, so I think he's just trying to kind of get revenge on it mm. so it just looks it just looks really intense and, and again that's January 8th it sounds it's, like the continuation of Legends of the Fall remember that's how it, it ended so right? the preview if you haven't seen the preview go check the preview yeah. out like right at it uh, looks, you know 11 yeah. o'clock it's 11 I'm 01 I'm go hyped. check it out the preview was amazing and it's uh, the same writer director as uh, Birdman oh so okay. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. There. So another drumming oh. soundtrack it, it looks like yeah. it looks completely opposite end of the, yeah, the yeah. film spectrum from Birdman but it just looks like so if you good. just watch the preview man you'll be into it and I'm all about like People know I like Survivor Tales, like the whole Lost thing, Cast Away, um, Alive. That's my shit. So yeah. I'm all about sur- Tales of Survival in the so Woods. So Harder to See might be okay for you. I might like that. Oh, I like, I like that. The Gray, that movie uh, with oh, the, yeah. the guy fighting the wolves. And the, yeah. uh, by, by, the way, by the way, your old Drew just retweeted us and then said you're smart. Hey, yo. Shout out to your old Drew. Well, we are smart. Yo, so. everyone go retweet that tweet. That I don't know. If, Drew I might tweet. be a little uncomfortable with that compliment. Could you send him a compliment in return from us so that I don't feel feel um, no, more No, you're smart. Yeah, like, you're smarter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is anybody into the um, the Spike Lee movie coming out? Yes. Chirac. Chirac. I want to see Chirac. I, I, w- I want to see it, but the, the trailer did leave me like, eh, like I, I I know the original story he's kind of spoofing off of, you know, it's like that Greek uh, that Greek fable about all the women who decided not to put out no sex until right. the men stopped fighting or whatever. Right, right, right. I feel like that's such a problematic thing to like uh, 
approach, especially considering the violence in Chicago and also the whole like uh, the whole sex sexist part of that you know the, the line of thought uh. um, that women are the gatekeepers of sex and all that stuff. So I don't know. I, it's really d- problematic, but I, I want to see how he approaches it before right. I bash the hell out of it. Right. Well, I was still this not based on something that actually happened? That there was there was a yeah, group yeah. of women in Chicago that that did oh that in did, Chicago that, that actually did this as a response to I didn't know this happened violence. in Chicago, but this has happened all over the world. It happened in Brazil. It recently happened in the Middle East. Like from it, what I happens, understand, yeah. this this happened specifically in, in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, uh, really? In response to the street violence there, and that Spike you know, kind of used it for his movie uh, okay. as inspiration for this story that he's telling. That's very kind of yeah, modern. He did that with school of that. days. You Definitely. know, he just you know pushes it and yeah. he embellishes. I want to see. He's made, Spike Lee has made some amazing movies, and he's made some of the worst movies I've yeah. ever. The fucking last seen. few have been really challenging to yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. The one, uh, the um, the Sweet Blood of Jesus. I I I, I tell people about it, and uh, and, and it's, run? Almost, it's almost like you, I can't <laughs> recommend it, but it's like I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. There's certain things that I think from from watching Spike Lee movies. If you enjoy Spike Lee movies and the the certain nuances and the rhythms and the visual effects that he does, not effects, but like the you know the dolly cams and some of the yeah. kind of the, the shots that he has, it's full of that. And it's uh, but it's this really kind of uh, slow, yeah, goofy vampire story. The only really <laughs> highlight to it to me was seeing Snoop from The Wire mm-hmm. uh, has this really maybe the most awkward sex scene that I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> uh, and I think it's done. Uh, Super awkward on purpose, and I think it's kind of a brilliant uh, moment for mm-hmm. film and black film and black vampire film and whatever. But uh, it's other than that, it's like it's such a tough movie to watch. It's and t- and okay. Red Hook Summer before that was oh, yeah, an incredible was- movie, but like by the, by the time it's done, you're like, oh, you feel like you got yeah. kicked in the chest. Why yeah. is it a tough movie to watch? Like and without giving up too much a, info, it's it's. Uh, the subject matter that I feel like Spike has approached for the last few movies, um, he's almost intentionally been been going at these movies that make uh, audiences uncomfortable, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's going at, he's really going at the heart of, and I think what The Sweet Blood of Jesus was, I want to make, uh, and he financed it himself, and he kind of put all his own money into it, and did the, the Kickstarter campaign, and did all that, uh, the crowdfunding stuff, um, just so that he could make the movie that he wanted to make, versus what Hollywood's been telling him he could do, and I think especially after, uh, it was the Old Boy remake make that he did oh, yeah. that didn't get very good reviews and in my opinion was like really not as good compared to the original at all hey, but I didn't hate it but the original so much better so that, much yeah. better and it was you just kind of see and I feel like that one was really devoid of all of the Spike Lee uh, signatures of uh-huh. as far as me watching the movie I wouldn't have known that it was Spike if I didn't if yeah. I wasn't told did it was did you Spike. see a movie called She Hate Me that uh, Spike Lee directed? oh yeah, okay. yeah very I, interesting film. I didn't like yeah, that I movie though I haven't seen it I hate I that movie that. and I only watched it because um, it, it had Anthony Ma- Mackie and Kerry Washington's in it and at the time you know this was like before Scandal and I'm like a big Kerry Washington right. fan and she's like uh, a nymphomaniac lesbian in the movie so I'm like I'm gonna love this movie and uh, yeah. even that didn't save this movie I was just like <laughs> I was like this is awful like this is garbage Spike Lee movie um, so yeah he's, he's got hits and Amadi like just X. said she loved that shit she like she hate me no she loved it she yeah, loved she hate I, me wow I, I, like, I, I, it was so, and then at, at the all. end the lesbians end up being so, bi and they, they all they, they like all get with the guy I think that's always problematic too like um, the, he, he changed them and you know yeah, I don't know yeah. it just seemed like it it reminded time. me of Geely for, for black people. Saying that that they're just outright bad because I feel like there's so much art and so much film history that goes through. Whenever I see a Spike movie that I don't like understand, I'm just like, I must have not seen you know enough movies from the 30s or whatever to really understand yeah. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Where like, I feel like the references that are there are like, so old school film mm-hmm. uh, that that it makes me really check for the next one every time because right. I know that there's so much art and, and yep. love put into the movies. But uh, this next one looks fun. Yeah, it looks like played. there's more it looks fun good. involved well, where the last few haven't been much oh, fun. Yeah. 
And that, oh, what was that again? Oh, I said Paul Nice one. is on the check-in also. Yo, oh, cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right. Yeah, so that's that's Chirac. Oh, uh, that's Chirac. So yeah, yeah, I want to see Chirac. And I want to uh, see Creed definitely. I want to see the Revenant. Yeah, wait, Creed. what about Hunger Games? No one mentioned the Hunger no. Games. That's yeah. my yeah. shit. No. I, Nobody cares about the Hunger Games. I don't games. care about. Besides, no. so crazy man. Is there any reason other than the other than the fact that it's coming out that you mentioned harder to see? Um, no, well, only because I didn't know it was coming out, and it looked it looked pretty interesting. Harder to see is a, a whale movie, but it, it's based on Moby uh, Dick, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Oh, is it based on Moby Dick? Yes, sir. I it sounded it like Moby Dick, which it's, it has it actually and has a local background. Okay. Uh, Herman Melville's from Troy. Oh yeah, the writer, and right. I'm a big fan of Herman Melville. Although Moby Dick, I feel like is somewhat overrated. Of course. I think Benito Serino is easily his best book, and I've read I think most of his collection. Yeah, the new um, Moby Dick movie coming out now. Uh, that's what we're just talking yeah, about, right? The, the hardest part of the well, okay, and this is based on 1820s event. A whaling ship is preyed upon by a sperm whale, which is Moby Dick, I guess. I didn't know this was a retelling of, of Moby Dick. Yeah, it, it sounded yeah, like Yeah, what's it. interesting about uh, Herman Melville is that he grew up listening to myths of a albino creature coming up the Hudson. Okay. Which ultimately led to the writing of really? Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. I yeah, and I think, I think this is necessarily... And it, was, and it was probably a sturgeon, which used to be in the Hudson, and they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. I don't think this is meant to be a remake of Moby Dick. I it's think inspired it's, by. Retelling. I don't think it's supposed to be... I think it's supposed to be a precursor to Moby Dick. I think it's supposed to be... Like, this is the story this that is inspired the story the that novel. inspired... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this really? This is the story that inspired Moby Dick. That's cool. Well, That's my understanding, at least. And Ron Howard, right? Ron he's Howard directed it. Director. And it stars Thor, Chris uh, Chris Hemsworth. So, <laughs> yes. so that'll be cool, too, because he'll, be, he'll probably Black be hat. shirtless on top of a boat. So, I mean, that, you know... Yeah. Will, yeah. There'll, be, there'll be thunder and lightning unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, that looks good. That's December 11th. Um, but you know what? Let's move into next year. Uh, yeah. That, Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman, yes. I'm definitely looking forward to that. This is the first Superman movie I'm looking forward to because honestly, I wasn't crazy about Man of Steel. I just you didn't like it. I was like, ah, it's all right, but I I felt like it was so much shittier than Batman Begins and Dark Knight and all you know. So Dark Knight Rises. It can't hold a candle to the Batman series. So I'm hoping Batman can help this uh, this film come out. I'll say the trailer looks great, Mm -hmm. and I like that it's still in the same universe and it's connected to Man of Steel. And I like that they put even in the trailer they had like some scenes from uh, Man of Steel in it, but from Bruce Wayne's perspective. So I think they're doing a good job with uh, the tying it in and keeping it cohesive. But I'm gonna wait till I see it because Superman's let me down too many times before. Yeah, is, is it? What you call it in it? Uh, Suicide Woman. Squad. No, that's a different movie. Well, it is the same. But universe. it's all connected. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all gonna, connected. DC's yeah. trying to do their Marvel extended universe I thing that now. Was a little Which is actually interesting enough. So this is what we're talking about the superhero thing. I learned on the IDMB page for Suicide Squad that Deathstroke, who's going to be Will Smith's character right. in this, in this, is basically uh, his character Deathstroke is exactly a uh, Deadpool ripoff completely. Like his character is completely hundred uh, uh, percent just Version. unapologetic. Uh, his name is Slade like Silson where it's like Wade Wilson is the dude wow. in Marvel like it's like he's such a ripoff wow, and the, like the mask is so similar like I guess I never uh, never really got into that but like the character is such a, a complete ripoff which is it, it happens all the time Wolverine is essentially Batman kind of you know and all these other characters are from one side to the other but I didn't know this between the two and I know the Deadpool movie is another 
the, the next big uh, Marvel. Which uh, is supposed to be comedic. Which is funny. It's going to be yeah, funny, and, and it's, it's going to be rated R. Be rated R. And I'm, I'm very excited about this, but I, I didn't know, and I think the characters are very the same. The mercenaries, they have swords, they have guns. The yeah. outfit is almost exactly the same with the utility belt and the right. you know the black and white and colors there, but I just thought that was I thought that was funny. Uh, 33, this movie came out, the 33, uh, came out just recently, November oh, 13th. It's the about miners. the 33 Chilean miners, um, and as someone just tweeted me, uh, who's that? Mrs. Oh, uh, Lindsay just said that uh, it has a lost character in it. I believe right. it has Paolo from the Nikki and Paolo duet. Um, that's uh, <laughs> Rodrigo uh, Santoro. It also stars Antonio Banderas. Um, I want to see this. The cast looks amazing. It's like they, they just reached out to all the, you know, uh, Latino actors right. <laughs> and threw them in there, but they're like some of my favorites, though. Uh, so I want to see the story. I think it's all time. All 33. All 33 of them. Actors. They got them all. Hollywood. Some of them are playing two roles, so there's really... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know. I really want to see that, and I think that's uh, an amazing story. I was like riveted by that because, again, it was like a tale of survival, yeah. and as that was unfolding, I was like, who's going to eat somebody first? Like, <laughs> I hope they pull out 32 of these motherfuckers. Like, I don't know. I just like that. Those I remember <laughs> the, when they had... Uh, there was a cool piece of merch that came out of this story where it was Chilean winers, and it was like these 33 bottles of wine that they had. It was Chilean wine, and each wine bottle was dedicated to each of the guys that they pulled out of the ground. Oh, uh, nice. And it was a very cool, like, where you could buy that, and I think the money went towards the families, and it was just a cool little uh, piece of, you know, merch that you cool, can get cool. with that and story. And speaking there. of wine, this dope. episode is brought to you by oh, Albany Distillery. Yeah. Next week, we're all going to have Albany Distillery hoodies on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Courtney V on the check and also. Nice, nice. Um, uh, two other th- movies coming out real quickly, and, and we'll kind of move on. Uh, the con- a Concussion with Will Smith, Will Smith. comes That's out Christmas right. Day. I really want to see this. It's yeah. about um, the story of the doctor who kind of discovered there was this uh, uh, disease happening with NFL players based on all the concussions they were having, these mini concussions that were, was causing irreparable brain damage. The NFL tried to squash this whole uh, cons- controversy from, from coming to the surface, and uh, there was a, a documentary put out by PBS um, called, like, it was, uh, damn, I forget the title. Somebody somebody tweeted to me, but it was really good, and I watched the whole thing, and it showed how the NFL was actively trying to, like, cover up, find, letting people know how injured the players were. Yeah. And as players were committing suicide, um, overdosing, all these things, they were checking their brains, and they saw that they had this, this irreparable brain damage that was unlike any other sport. Wow. And then players started killing themselves when they were committing suicide. They were, like, shooting themselves in their hearts and stuff so that their brain would be salvaged so that because they, they felt that they had the, the disease. Oh, um, and there was this one document that the NFL put out that really creeped me the fuck out, and they were saying how we need to start marketing more towards women because if the moms find out about this, we're done with football. We don't we don't want moms let, not letting their kids their play and watch play. football. Yeah. So that, that's why this big shift happened like five or six years ago where they're like, we need to focus more on women. Fuck the guys right now. We need moms on board. So it became this whole like manipulation propaganda machine to keep women invested. That's why the whole breast cancer Jeez. thing blew up. Like they want they don't want moms finding out about this because I mean, what's more American than football? Right. Um, so this, I'm, I can't wait for this movie to come out. Apple. Baseball looks good. Okay. Apple pie. Apple pie. Good answer. <laughs> um, apple pie you know, anytime Will Smith goes clean shaven for a movie, he's going in. Oh yeah, he's going in. He's got. I like yeah. that. So is this redemption for Focus? Yeah, could be. Could be. <laughs> Focus was horrible, but but there was some good stuff in the movie. But that movie was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> 
That was bad. That movie was horrible. Um, and then, uh, and lastly, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey have a, a movie coming out with both of them called Sisters. They throw a house party, and I just know pe- people love them, and th- th- to have both of them on the screen should be really entertaining. I find them both hysterical. So wait, what movie is that? This is called Sisters. Sisters. It comes out December eighteenth. It's, uh, it's Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, and they kind of are, are throwing a house party because their their parents are selling their house or something. Um, but I don't know. It just looks. It's like a situational kind of t- type of comedy. Uh, the trailer looks funny. So uh, December eighteenth. So that's kind of our looking forward to you know uh, pre precap. We'll call it precap. And then well, as we watch these, we'll just start bashing them and, and yes. we'll, we'll, see yeah, you, right. we'll tell you how they how they went. Um, and it's award com- season. We just remember, it's award season. So all the all the movies that are going to eventually be up for all the awards in the beginning of the year that this is the time when they start yeah, coming yeah. out. So yeah. so there should be um, there should be hopefully some good. There's ones. definitely a bunch of them yeah. coming out. Um, did you guys see Missy Elliott's new video? Speaking of awards, Woo. oh Holy damn! Uh, she shut the internet down. Yeah, WTF? It was called yes. right. Where are they from? What were you guys' first impressions? Awesome. I thought it was amazing. Off yeah. the hook. Uh, true. We were, weren't we? Over, we were in Missouri or something. Yeah. You were watching it on your phone, yes. and you're just like, "Stop everything." We're, we weren't protesting, by the way. We were like in the airport. And, uh, <laughs> he's like, "Put down the bullhorn. I need you to watch this." <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I freaking loved it. And and it, it, the thing I liked most about it, I think, was aside from being in visually compelling and a great song, is a rapper successfully made a comeback ten years later. And, right. And let's add to that. Yeah. Not naked. Not talking bullshit. Not drinking. Not slamming yeah, yeah. bottles. Yep. Not holding right. guns. A woman. Right. A, like woman. a woman. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I freaking love it. Not can, yeah. Well, are um, we can happen. Are we ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're ready. But I want to make a comment first because it's still yet to be seen if this is actually a comeback. We love it. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the internet loved it. The internet. The internet ru- loved it. Who are we? I know, but and also I heard Fly ninety two played it, which is crazy. Okay. But it's still yet to be seen if the younger generation. Generation at this point uh, is well, going to gravitate come on, towards they, it. You know, the corporations will make sure the kids like it. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, you're right, you're right. If it's on Fly 92, right before Bruno and right after Taylor Swift, then they like it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. Cool. Is hip-hop ready to see artists go away and come back that aren't tw- in their 20s? Some of them, yes. Missy, I feel like, will always have a place because she always came correct from Jump. And okay. in every Ooh. video, especially, okay. um, with the kids with in the there kids and the choreography yeah. and the art Artwork yes. and the weird, just weird shit. Just yes. like she was always just different. And the um, beats were banging. And it was always banging. The beats were always banging. And I remember specifically, was it this past Super Bowl? Speaking of the football shit, where she was, Hello? she came back. Oh, and yeah. I remember, right. like, from yeah. that moment, yeah. that, that, that was crazy. Knows, right there, like, that she was on her I way back. I was waiting for the album the next day. Like, if right. it was like, hey, where's the single now? Where's it the was tour? Like Katie so who? If this is the tour, right. this is the beginning of that comeback, Missy, like, I've been waiting. I'm yeah. sign me up. Like, I'm, where's, where's the ticket line? I'm, I'm there yeah, for that. Definitely. As far as everybody else, though, in hip-hop that's trying to come back... you know, maybe have Missy in the Remains video. Remains to be seen. Put Missy, yeah, in, put the Missy video. in the video. I'm, I'm hoping it can happen because I want to see, like, I want to see more longevity as hip hop gets older and older. Who do you um, want to see come back? I was going to say, who, gotta who be, don't I want to see? There's got to be a like, change of content, though. I feel like some of these guys, uh, to a certain extent, it's almost like when you watch like the old Eddie Murphy stand up, mm-hmm. and it's like I miss Eddie Murphy, especially when I watch like an Eddie Murphy movie now, like a newer one. I miss Eddie. I think about, uh, you know, growing up listening to the records, watching the, you know, Raw, and then I watch Raw, and I'm like, damn, that shit was really. 
raw. You can't. He couldn't come out now and do that set. Nah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where Treat some of these, like animal. some oh, of these good. guys, uh, in some of my rap heroes, a lot of my rap heroes, I feel like couldn't end it with their problem now. Why they don't have careers now to this day? Some of these guys that they kind of keep trying to put out the same thing that they were doing. DMX's the okay. last album, for example. Oh yeah, no growth. Um, yeah, no growth. You know what I mean? Where there's just there's zero growth. Um, where we talked about Eminem a lot. Where there's just no there was like uh, you know technically as far as what we're talking about and his his rhyming ability is always uh, progressive but as far as the content it's almost it's it's like he's reverting back mm-hmm. to uh, you know uh, you know a younger more you know less mature version of himself even um, where a lot of these guys I feel like the same thing uh, the big one is that I thought was a new was Redman that that had the that I feel like is poised to make a huge yeah comeback. there you go with Jay oh, yeah. his album is dope what, and see, Redman the was incredible that just came out the Money Faces I really like that and uh, it was at the BT Awards. I didn't see the awards, but I heard he killed at the cipher. Yeah. He did. He did. But you he know what? Honestly, and- in that BT cipher, so did Keith Murray, and he and he bombed in that right. battle. At the battle, but oh yeah, he 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 smashed it in right. the freaking uh, cipher. Him and Redman, they they murdered it. Mm. And that's where we're you know with that maybe hey, Eric Sermon did a nice job. Eric too. Sermon wasn't bad, but you know I I, I, I never looked at Eric Sermon as a dope MC. Oh my see, god, I, Eric Sermon was my favorite of you know of the whole squad. And, and I, I, have I mean to say that for too. me, really, like, yeah, I thought you were about to say Eric Sermon is my favorite Missy, of all yo, time. No, no, Missy, Elliott, He's Missy up there. Elliott just He's up there. Fo- Missy Elliott just followed us. Hey, no bullshit. Is it, does she have What's the check up? mark? Does she have the check mark? Does she have the check mark, JB? Because yeah. you did this to me before. She has yeah, check is mark. it verified? She has a check mark. Really? Look, come look. All right, let's rock her. Let's play her shit then. Let's play her shit. Play her shit right now. You got it queued up? I swear to God. Here we go. We'll be right back. WTF, Missy Elliott. doing this A bunch of girls do it and the shit look fun That's how they do it where we from You know it don't start till one That's how they do it where they from I'm so faded, no exaggeration Back breaking like a percolation Boys to the yard for some hips spanking Way I'm making drop down and like an animation Can't take it, them chicks be faking Y'all still sleep, better stay awake Hot new dance for the hood to make it Make the don't move fast, make you think you're drinking Get to the flow, don't collect that dough You better hurt a lot cause the beat's so cold Pop that, pop that, cock to the yak. Yeah. Jump in the trunk, make it pumps in the bump. Girls wanna have fun, make it sticking out the trunk. Shut up. The dance that you're doing is dumb. How they do where you from? Hey. Sticking out the tongue, girl, but you know you're too young. A bunch of girls do it and the shit look fun. That's how they do where we from. You know it don't start till one. That's how they do where they from. I'm coming to this bitch like liquid. Drip, drip. It's in the business. Click, click. Get your pick lip. Hermes. Trish McGistis. Lyrically, I'm Optimus Prime, Dunker I ride, Love I ride, when I go by, smoking your eyes, so open your eyes to jokes on you guys. And you ain't gotta be a mason to see through some of this shit on occasion. The dance that you're doing is dumb, how they do where you from? Hey, sticking out your tongue, girl, but you know you're too young. A bunch of girls do it and the shit look fun, that's how they do where we from. You know it don't start till one, that's how they do where they from. I'm like, get, 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 get. 
back it, back it, back it, back it. Make a new track, make them fall on they crack. Give them a slap, appetizer, and snack up. So fat in the back, make the buzz all collapse. Yeah, when I rap, that be all on my jack. Boys wanna tap on this pussy cat. Got a new idea, let me switch it. Man, I'm so futuristic. Big lips and big, big, big hips. Body be thick like a bitch with them different ripper shit. Microphone gripping it. Getting these Benjamins, new car whipping it. I'm so far ahead of y'all. Man, I'm on top of the stars. I don't care none of y'all. Blah, 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 blah. You best to go rewrite your balls. How did you do where you from? Yo, yo. How did you do Thank you, Missy. We have some crazy. Shout out to Missy Elliott for the follow. Absolutely. No, thank you for the phenomenal music. Keeping hope alive. She must She must have heard us talking about her. Shout out to Missy Elliott on the check in. Shout out to Ada. Shout out to Ada Harper on the check in, too. That's that shit goes dope. Yo, right? That is like you, you were talking that. about her cadence. She's got that flow, that presence. It's like she definitely, it still sounds like Missy, but she's Missy. it's definitely like fresh. You know, like yeah. it, I, I'm just I'm glad she's back, uh, and uh, I'm I'm hoping that we can get more artists kind of like coming back. Uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Trina. Trina hasn't really had anything big out for a while, and she just dropped <laughs> uh, f- the fuckboy joint. <laughs> oh, that's new. I that's thought that new. was old. Nah, it just nah, came out. Just that came, came out five out. days ago. She yeah. dropped that. Uh, oh four or five shit! Days ago. Everybody, everybody that. tried to drop something when I dropped Death Perception. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, was. They're like, oh, see, they dropped. trying to ride that wave. They trying to ride <laughs> yeah. that JB they wave. Scared. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll play that later in the show. Cause Yo, they, they heard Death. They heard Death Perception. And they were like, oh my god. Everybody rushed back to the studio. Like, we gotta handle this. We gotta handle this. It's yeah. It's gotta be tough. Navigate we're, not, the, we're not cocky. You know, the, the age gap between, you know, where the listeners are, where the popular, you know, where people are spending money on music, where these guys are at in their career versus, uh, you know, being comfortable from their, what they were doing 10 years ago to like, now we just itching to get back in there. Like, I know with the... Uh, but, you know, this Missy Elliott joint, she came back and she's doing exactly right. what she's been doing. She hasn't yeah. changed. Right. She's still in the pocket. And because she the never made herself, crazy. she never made herself a gimmick. She never turned her career into something that... Like became kind of gimmicky. I feel like an artist like uh, uh, maybe like Snoop, for example, where I feel like almost every album there's a whole personality change. Shots that's fired. Involved there. Mm-hmm. Not shots fired because I'm a fan of Snoop. I'm a big fan of Snoop. Right. And uh, and when we opened for Snoop at the one show here, facts. Uh, you know, it was the most diverse crowd that I've ever seen, and he's kind of mastered it in a certain way of having all of these people uh, will listen to me. You know what I mean? And uh, and and it's because he's he's kind of we. You know what? I, I had this audience over here. I had to change my sound, or I changed this, this, and now I got this audience over here. When you go to the Snoop Show, you see you know bikers and gang members and these guys over here and the chaperones with their parents and people over. It's like this all walks of life. Um, I would assume Missy Elliott maybe the same thing, same kind of diversity that one of her shows as far as the people she's made herself so kind of universal uh, to everybody it's very easy to listen has Missy Elliott ever come to Albany that's the question I saw her at no. SPAC I saw oh, her at SPAC killed it at SPAC Jay-Z's uh, Rock the Mic tour and she opened for Busta Rhymes and it was like those two sets back to back were maybe the most energetic displays of hip hop that I've ever seen yeah when was that right? that must have been the early 2000s this was 2002 probably. I think okay. yeah yup yup Jay-Z was beefing with 50 Cent on the big screen and shit and it was, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it was I'm about a dollar what the 
is 50 yeah, cents. Yeah, Missy oh, came no. hard with that shit. She Bro. was in the audience, man. It was it was crazy. Cool, it was cool. it was one of the better sets cool. I've ever seen, man. All right, well, uh, shout out to her. Um, yeah, that's that's dope that she uh, she actually followed us there. And I'm hoping that we can get these last couple topics in here because we're running out of time. But oh. um, oh. but you know, we we we're actually gonna we'll probably just shelf one. But I want to talk about the um the uh, Paris thing quickly. But you know what? Before we get into that, let's do the uh, life is a highway. Uh, we had a life is a highway. What song is that? I'll play that. I want to drive it all night long. We had uh, another, obviously, another incident of uh, police violence that happened in Minnesota. Ah, shit. If I had known it was going to be about this, I wouldn't have sang a song. Uh, I'll I'll explain why it was called that. But uh, an individual named uh, Jamar Clark, who's 24 years old, he was killed by police uh, two days ago. uh, Protesters shut down the highway, Interstate 94, as an act of civil disobedience uh, to protest the murder because they're demanding that uh, the video footage be released and that the officers' names be released and, and uh, there, there's a full list of demands but the reason that this caused such an outcry was because uh, uh, many witnesses at the scene say that Jamar Clark was handcuffed at the time. They're, the police are saying yeah. there were handcuffs out at the scene but they're not confirming if he was handcuffed when he was shot and uh, he was Come apparently on, handcuffed when he was shot. So several witnesses said that old, young, um, there were several witnesses there because he was killed at a birthday party. Uh, the police showed up. Now, they're saying that he, you know, when the police arrived, um, Jamar uh, was like apparently spazzing out on some um, uh, there, were, there were paramedics there first they were the first responders and then the police showed up and, and they said Jamar was confrontational yada yada and then uh, he needed to be restrained and then they ultimately killed him but they you know they knew he was unarmed he wasn't he, you know he was unarmed and um, right away like the whole the typical narrative kind of came about. He has a history of arrest and all those other things. He's, you know, he's, he sounds like an asshole. So somehow people are justifying his uh, his murder, even though he was unarmed and apparently handcuffed. Um, and uh, it, it's all too familiar. But I will just say, yeah, the narrative uh, doesn't change, man. The story yeah. doesn't change. It's always the same BS. Oh, uh, we thought he was armed, but he wasn't. Yeah, come on, man. Well, what's interesting is people are so quick to uh, condemn him for what he allegedly was doing right. at the uh, at the scene, right? But then. In the same breath, they'll be like, "Well, let's wait for all the information to come out before we condemn the cops." So, so people were like, "Yo, he was he he was aggressive and all this stuff, but let's wait and see what happened because we don't know what the cops did." So it's like you can't play both sides of the fence. You're either waiting for information or you're just going to use you know you're just going to project about what you expect to have happened. What we do know is another unarmed 24 year old black dude is dead, and the police shot him in the head. Mm-hmm. So that I'm, it, this isn't like this. It's not like this is a one time thing. This happens every week, unfortunately, when we uh, talk about it on the show. Because it's such a, a recurring theme, uh, right. so uh, not to like not give that the credit that it deserves, but I would encourage people to just kind of read up on this. Um, more information is coming out every day, and major shout out to the people in Minnesota of all places. It cannot be easy to be black in Minnesota and be out there protesting. Um, there was heavy confrontation with the uh, traffic, the people in cars. So one person almost got ran over, and they arrested 42 people, including eight juveniles, for for shutting down that highway. Um, so people are fucking pissed out there, and the photograph is. Uh, amazing because you just see how many cop cars are involved for the people that are shutting it down so it's like when and this is one of the things when I was talking about like when I read the story and uh, I get so frustrated with people that are immediately like like you said there's two things one there's people that are like oh you know they're shutting down traffic run them the fuck over where it's like people are so complacent with with one running over protesters because they're protesting and then two the people that are like uh, how dare you uh, protest for this guy if he you know, he got into a scuffle with the cops. Basically, the people that are like, if you fight with 
the law, you're going to get shot. Where, yeah. where it's like, that shouldn't be the, and this is like the common thing every single it's, time. It's, it's hypocritical, like, yeah. That's not what should be yeah, happening. They should be yeah, de-escalating situations. They should be, there's many other ways to, to go about your job as a police officer other than just killing yeah, the yeah. suspect on the spot. Like, and the same people who say, just just do what the police say are the same people who are like, run them down in the street. It's oh, it's like, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, the hypocrisy. It yeah, it's incredible. Um, so look that up yeah, again. Like those comments earlier. Oh, those God. were horrible. <laughs> Never man. read the comments. It's crazy. Uh, so uh, again, the name. I wonder if people Jamar do like if Clark. people see that and like they read if like do because people would, like type this shit on on like out of anger and then it's like I wonder do you, these people go back and actually read because it's saying. like you, you read one but then when you read if you go on Reddit right now and find like last night when you posted the link from the from the news site that it was on yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't actually able to find the comments from that news post so I, I was on Reddit and I saw on Reddit and it was on for like an hour and a half reading mm-hmm. the you know the two thousand well, fifteen hundred comments that are on yeah, there right. and uh, so and I knew I knew I was doing it. Uh, you're torturing yourself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show tomorrow night. Let me. But this is what I'm talking about. Where it's like that. Uh, where again, it's important to you know come to the show and see you guys talk or hear mm-hmm. your side of the story about going to uh, to Missouri and be inspired on that end of, and the positive things that we could do. Yeah. Because when I read these comments, I want to flip a car over on the highway. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like this is where yeah. it's like you know what my my peace of mind flies out the window and yeah. I'm like I'm ready to burn some shit down. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's because knowing quickly. that's out there because we're isolated because we hang out with people who aren't pieces of shit. Right. So when you realize how many people are out there that feel this way, it's it crazy. makes you realize like what you're fighting for. Uh, that happened to me earlier today related to this incident that we're going to talk about next in Paris. There was there was a poll on WTEN that was like, who thinks refugees from Syria should not be allowed in the country? And this is a local poll, WTEN. 78% of people that are my neighbors that watch Channel 10 yeah. said Both. we shouldn't accept Don't refugees. It yeah. And it, it reminded me of, I saw some comics and some uh, graphics today from 1939 and uh, 1942 when they asked the same question of Jews right. uh, fleeing uh, the Holocaust Germany and the majority of people was like 72% of right, people don't let them in. said don't let Jewish refugees right. in mm. and it's like we've gotten worse since then because now you know the, the, such a high number of people don't uh, 31 uh, states said they would not uh, the governor said they did not want refugees so the majority of states uh, all of them except for one had a Republican they're governor they're so prepared to go just against the constitution all together yeah. just be like and uh, nope, Jeb sorry. Bush is willing to let the Christians in. Let's give them credit for oh, that. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. yeah, assuming they wear a star on their arm or and something. Prove, right? like, <laughs> and prove their Christianity. Yeah, they, prove, they'll have to prove test. that they're Christian. Yo, yeah. I, it's like, how do you not realize how close this is to what? what like history is repeating itself. It's right crazy. It's yeah. really crazy. I can't even yeah. Um, like like it's really shit's hitting the fan, and it's making me it's making me more uncomfortable yeah. than someone giving me a compliment. Yeah. Um. So if you've been under a rock for whatever reason, uh, 124, I think people were killed in Paris. Um. Two. Uh, no, what, uh, what was the date on that? I'm sorry. Uh, Friday. It happened Friday night. Um, so it was a, a, an act 13. of, they're calling terrorism. Uh, they were throwing, uh, the attackers were throwing uh, bombs and Molotov cocktails and shooting into crowds at various places around Paris. And uh, and uh, many people were killed. Uh, they There's a refugee crisis going on uh, around the world, but particularly in these European countries where refugees from Syria are trying to escape the similar types of destruction that, that happened in Paris. But it's happening on a way bigger scale uh, in Syria and Beirut and all these other uh, areas in the region. 
and the United States, uh, President Obama recently said that he would take, uh, he would allow 10,000 Syrian refugees to come to our country, and several other European nations have uh, are also accepting refugees, but we said we'd take 10,000. This, this happened uh, months ago, so we've slowly been having those people come in. After this attack happened in Paris, several governors said, no more, we don't want any refugees here, even states uh, where there already are refugees, uh, I think uh, Rubio, uh, he said he didn't want any more. He's like, nope. that's it. So it's like there's been a complete about face. Even though these uh, there have been attacks going on since this, we've uh, started this initiative, um, because it happened in Paris, it's like too close to home. We don't want any more. Even though none of the uh, people who were attackers um, were uh, can be definitively tied to any refugees, and even if they were, that doesn't mean these 10,000 people coming in are terrorists, you know? So. And yeah, and even if even if there are a few terrorists in there, or people who have bad intentions, that doesn't mean that there aren't already freaking people here. in here yeah, that white, yeah. Christian, Muslim. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people already in the country that you know are are this far away from committing it, committing an yeah. act like that. And so to say we got to like keep these people out. I mean, yeah, there, I don't know. There man. are people here that are already doing that. I would say a lot of them are already um, have badges and guns anyway. And I'm trying to get away from using the word terrorist anymore because when I say terrorist, I think everyone just thinks I'm talking about like some Muslim person with a bomb. But terrorism kind of changes depending where you are and what perspective you're you're standing. Yeah, in, that's right? true. So I um, mean, we're terrorists over there. We're ter- we're considered the terrorists over there, and yep. even over here, you're nine times more likely to be killed by the police than you are a quote unquote terrorist. Right. So it's like, how are they not terrorists? Like, so I think uh, I'm trying to get away from using that term just because it, it's such a loaded term and it comes with this connotation that I mean a brown Muslim, but uh, but I you know I don't mean it that way. But it's important to remember there are already people here who wish to do us harm some are have the blessing of the state to do that harm and others are here on under more like secret uh, initiatives to do that so to reject 10,000 people who need uh, to who need our help because we think one right. of them might add another right. terrorist here right. is, is beyond foolish especially when we already know that these threats are already here this yeah. is just this is the world this is you know where we are and and the last few acts of uh, mass shootings that happened here was not done by some Syrian refugee. It was done by some white dude, with, you know, with a gun. Yep. Uh, so that the fear is ridiculous. It's misplaced and it's xenophobic. It's racist yep. and it's just it, and uh, it's, it's unsurprising, unfortunately. And it actually ties in. It, I'm going to divert from the subject a little bit, but not really. Um, the Shout most out to powerful distillery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the most powerful thing that I saw online this week is actually um, the most deaf, the Yasin Bey yes. interview yes. and yeah. and everything he so had to. Good. Say. So if you haven't heard what what he had to say, you've really got to listen because he speaks yeah. from the heart. He speaks. He's just everything resonated with so me so real. so closely, and he he said it. He said we need to have compassion. We need to have compassion for each other. Yeah. And this is works. We're and this and he's he. This situation proves that there's so many people in this country that lack compassion for for people that are different from because them. we compartmentalize it and a big thing that most F was saying or Yasin was saying was that everything's connected and we can't just be, be showing compassion for one thing and not yeah. the other we cannot just say some lives matter and the others don't we cannot just when we have actions like this people being killed all 
over the world We cannot just say Hold up Some Europeans just died Let's all show solidarity yeah. But fuck everyone in Beirut That right, died right, and, right. and I think that's Kind of a big issue Because nobody's like Connecting everything um, and, and a big part of his speech And I, I do encourage His interview I encourage everyone To listen to it um, We taught Fly Right Last uh, night With the, the kids Our youth writing group And we told them To listen to it too Because a lot of them yep. Mentioned that he was One of their favorite rappers yeah. But a big uh, uh, thing That he was saying Was uh, about Tamir Rice And he was saying What happened to Tamir Rice And what's going on With the Black Lives Matter movement Is directly connected To the terrorist activity In Paris Which is directly connected To rape culture Which is directly connected To oppression uh, You know Overseas So it's all connected And we can't just look at Little flashes of it And feel some compassion Um, And I think Even I do that I've internalized it myself So when When uh, Europeans Or Westerners die Or or white people You know People who Don't have as much Constant um, uh, Turmoil or violence in their lives because we're desensitized to black violence. I'm more like it's almost like I'm more moved when I hear that a tsunami hits Indonesia and kills 10,000 people. It doesn't hit me the same way as when I hear 150 people died in Florida because I've been conditioned to think that we matter more, you right, know. Right. And I want to get past that. It's the same. It's like if you're eating chicken wings and then someone says, "Hey, by the way, those are penguin wings." Yeah. And you're just like, "Whoa! <laughs> now this is <laughs> fucked up." Well, it. I think, and I think that's probably a human condition. I, I don't think that I, I I don't think I don't really know what to say, but I don't think you're fucked. Comp- I can tell you're drunk, by the way. Really? <laughs> it's, that was probably because of the um, ironweed <laughs> bourbon whiskey from Albany Distilling Albany Company Distillery. that I drank. Shout out yeah. to Austin, Albany Distilling. Um, <laughs> I hate what you're saying, though. But I don't. Oh, so yeah. I look, Global. I know I'm drunk, <laughs> but I still have something to say. Okay, just yeah, give I'm me coming. a second it's to coming. try to get it it's out. Coming. I can feel it. So I don't know how how easily compassion comes to everybody. I think that maybe it is natural to be compassionate, but we may have been conditioned away from that natural compassion, you know? Is it a roadrunner? Cartoons? Are we talking... That could be part of it. I mean, the... <laughs> They weren't very compassionate to each no, other. Rap the, um, music. It's the rap it's music. Wiley Coyote yeah. was not sipping on your gin and juice. Jody, save the segment. Same thing just... with Tom and Jerry. Man, they weren't compassionate. <laughs> right. uh, not at all. Right. Wait, did they I get off topic? They used to bit. beat each other <laughs> up, man. Sorry. Jody. Anyway, just you know, we heard about this on Friday. It's now Tuesday, and and what I find myself getting more frustrated with is less about uh, you know terrorists and people overseas and this that, but it's like people that I went to school with <laughs> that are like elementary school teachers. That have now like Paris flag overlays yeah, and yeah. are now teaching like third graders about pilgrims. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like this is the thing that I see now, and it like my my like my eyes start to twitch, and I'm like, so my where it's like I see now where where the can I see the connections? Yeah, I, yeah. I start to see the connections, and where and and it's just frustrating with people that you know when they have that it's something as simple as uh, hey I can change the, the the my profile picture of Paris flag, and then that's it, and that's this that's the extent oh, of yeah. as connecting to this moment in time uh, and heartache and tragedy as as I'm willing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and then, then they're sitting there, back and, and the other side of the room is burning down. Yeah. And it, it like allows, it, it really does, it really allows us to feel like we're involved in some way without being involved and it's so dangerous um, for, for a, a plethora of reasons but the main reason that uh, I think people were kind of giving a lot of us slack and me slack for speaking out about the whole profile picture thing and showing support, um, people were like, oh, why are you pissing on us? We just want to show support for Paris. I, it's not a contest. I don't 
don't have to show support for you know brown people like I like Paris you know and and it, the whole point was it's not that it's just that the media and individuals in this country have tunnel vision and when we get fixated on um, certain people dying we really somehow for whatever reason we really want to show that support and that compassion and the problem with that is it's like a slap in the face to all the other people who are experiencing um, tragedy because we don't care and that's where the whole Black Lives Matter thing came out of it that's why when people see Mike Brown's body laid out on the street and it was on a loop in the newsreel uh, over and over and people were saying he was out there for four hours some people were just like eh whatever but then we hear about you know the 12 Charlie Hebdo people getting killed and it's like suddenly just we you know Charlie Hebdo I am you know all that stuff it's like wow wait white people got killed somewhere Europeans got killed somewhere rich straight people got killed somewhere I have to care about this but I don't care about these other people and and, and it's not a competition it's just it just shows that some lives are valued more and we need to be conscious of it so that we can get past that and uh, that's the issue with Facebook saying every time I fucking log into Facebook this week they tell me to change my profile pic and it upsets me because I never saw anything saying change my profile pic for bring back our girls change our profile pic for Kenya change our profile pic for Black Lives Matter never see it if you're somebody that did change your profile picture and you're hearing about this now and you feel some type of way go back and see what else went on in the fucking rest of the world and what you might have missed and and think about that and don't change your profile picture to to think about but think about how you really fit in there in the world somewhere look I don't have a problem with people changing their profile picture to support France right like cool 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 you support France right (laughs) you're not driving home (laughs) no I'm alright I can drive home don't worry about that don't worry about that (laughs) but I don't know where I, what I was talking about. I don't know. Yeah, you're, not, you're not driving I, look, home, there, bro. No, there's not a problem. There's not a problem with <laughs> with people changing fix, their in the profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> profile picture. I mean, like, let them show He'll their fix support. The podcast in the mix. <laughs> to me, the problem is, let, is like, is these people now know that there's something wrong in the world because Facebook told them there's something wrong. Facebook said to them, "Hey, uh, this happened in Paris today. You should react to it well, one way or another." But that's where, what happens. Facebook doesn't tell people when something happens in Beirut and Facebook doesn't tell people when but something happens. But they're telling happens. you what they think they are, is important. But if, they, if people have exactly. logged in and they saw, hey, it's change your full profile outlet. picture to support Beirut, agenda. you would never see that, right? Maybe right. if they, it's like Facebook is the biggest media outlet in the world today right, right. and they pick and choose what bothers them and that's what they focus on. Right. And and that's an issue. And even just, it's not, you're right, it's not about the profile pictures, although that, that's part of it because it kind of uh, ties into people just doing the li- the littlest thing, like the least thing they could do mm-hmm. just to make them to feel better. people out when yeah, you're looking yeah. for them, that's for sure. It, d- it definitely does. But it, w- we just want people to like think about it a little deeper and think, why are you so moved by what happened in Paris, the tragedy that it was, and why are you so unmoved when it happens to people that look differently? You're right, different and that's, that's, that's telling... That's, that's all I want people part. to think about. Yep. And that's telling of the state of the world, it really is, it is. Of, of the division that, uh-huh. that, that we're all yeah. experiencing. And, 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 and I say that past. as someone who constantly changes my profile picture to show different tragedies that have happened either around the world or, or nationally that, that tend to not get as much light. Yeah, and but let so, me challenge you. Let me challenge you. Have you ever changed your profile picture to, say, support France or support something like something that? Something more popular? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah the last something time more I popular. Did, the last time I did was to make a statement, too, because it was uh, I was upset. Or something... Freaking white. Yes, let me tell you. Let me tell you. The last time I did was to show support for the marriage equality thing, but I was upset that so many people who were supporting marriage equality were not supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. So I made a Black Lives Matter profile picture that had the marriage equality banner across it. And that was just to kind of say, okay, it's cool that you guys care about 
marriage equality, um, but why, you know, why do you act like it's a whole separate issue? The injustices that, you know, gay people are facing is not unrelated to the injustices that uh, people of color are facing. Um, and I don't even like marriage as an institution. I think it's it's bullshit to even have to ask the state to get married. But I do think that if it's a right that, that straight people have, everyone should have that right. And if you agree with that, that inequality and injustice is a problem, then why aren't you also upset about the injustices happening happening to people of color? And exactly. I, so, so that was the last time I did that. And it was really some well, people got upset that I put the gay pride thing yeah. over a Black Lives Matter thing. They thought I was co-opting their, right. their position. But I was really just trying to make a point well, that you, you can care about more than one thing. You don't only have to show support for one issue that's trendy because Facebook told you. And I, you make, a, you make a, a lot of great points, but I would say that I don't think that what you just said fulfills my um, Question. challenge to you. Okay. I, I think that that's still What's something... What's the challenge? Um, it's something like, white. <laughs> well, white's not... White's not white is so no, not the right word to use. No, but you don't think like the, mar- the marriage use. equality thing? That's the last thing that white people but were super on board with. Maybe mainstream is a better word to use. So like, you know, um, you know, for example, Veterans Day, you don't get on Facebook and say, here's, this is to, to support all our troops uh, yeah, and all I'm our veterans. Gonna, Masai, have you get on Facebook and you say, you get on Facebook and you say, um, you know, uh, what about, you know, all these, yeah, fuck this, veterans that, and the, fuck veterans exactly. Day. Because, because so, I, cause I just, you know, I had just gotten back from uh, Missouri where people were telling me yeah. violence is never the answer. Yeah. Never be violent. And then the day before they're like, support the troops and their violence. And my grandfather killed 18, you know, Japanese people who's props to him. It's like, you can't, I hate that hypocrisy and I hate glorifying war in that way. So it's like, yeah, I, I just, I'm not going to get on Facebook and be like the pro, I'm not even pro flag. I think flags are stupid. Yeah. Nationalism is stupid. Um, so I'm no, I'm I'm not going to support those things. But. And I don't blame you for that, but I think that that shows a similar disconnection from people that think differently than you do. Oh, yeah, it does. But I, I, I'm confident that I'm right, so I'm okay with <laughs> okay, that. Okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, because I used to be like that. I definitely was way more, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, I guess sentimental about yeah. it, and I had a lot of nationalism in me, and America, fuck yeah, bacon, and monster trucks, and all that shit. But yeah. then, you know, at some point you realize it's bullshit, and I realized every time you're saying how great this country is it's like you're really saying other people in other countries aren't shit and um essentially that really always translates to poor brown people and those are the people that we're bombing every day droning every Mm. day and we justify it because we think we're better than them and i don't see it like that anymore i i see america as the biggest terrorist group like threat in the world and uh, i think we just need to talk about it more and not be so quick to say pro pro america support our allies support france we were saying fuck france when they didn't want to rush to iraq remember that and we didn't want to call them french oh yeah that's right i remember freedom 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 and and everyone was like fuck france why because because france said france said i don't want to rush in and just bomb brown people in iraq and america was the first one to say fuck you not now we're calling them freedom so it's like we it's like yeah that's right we base our allies based on how quick they are to like come to our our freedom fries terrorize other people msi you know freedom fries tasted they weren't like Wendy's fries. <laughs> and, and I realize I'm and, and challenging Mika you right now. And on the check and he said, shout out shout to out us. To we Max. did a great job tonight. That's what's up. All right. We're going to wrap I, up. And I, yeah, and I realize I, I challenged you, but, you know, I, I support you at the same time. I'm just challenging you for the sake yeah, of good I, radio. I feel so challenged right now. You challenged the hell out of me. Thank did you, you. Did you give... Oh, we do this for radio. Thank you. <laughs> my <laughs> drunk, my <laughs> drunk challenge. Huh? He complimented you. <laughs> so much Masai, yeah. I, I really think We need think to get off the air. We need to get off the air immediately. 
Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, thank uh, you. Don't forget, follow us on our podcast, uh, at Beach Out Radio. Uh, we have, we're we're going to talk about the AIDS thing next week because I think it just d- deserves our sober attention. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna talk about that next week. Get to it early. Um, but yeah, no, I am sober. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> thanks to everyone that tuned in. We'll be back uh, at Beach Out Radio. This is Masai signing wait, off. Wait, wait. No. I don't, I don't have, no. I need to get a, fu- a okay. closing song you get ready. It, you get that ready. You get that ready while we all Everyone else say goodbye. Goodbyes. JB, a.k.a. Dirty Moses, I'm out of here. Death Perception in stores now. DJ True Master, save the whales, forget Paris, and remember everybody. Peace. Yeah. Low five, low on the spot. Maybe I'll catch y'all next Tuesday. All right. That would be nice. That would be nice. And DJ Nate the Great. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. You guys are going to let me drive home, right? No. Good night. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> we're we're going to drive him home. <laughs> we're walking. Good night. <laughs> be, 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 be shy. Drive his car. I'll follow him to your house. Is this the fuckboy's joint? Yeah. Is this that? Is that song, right? I Six in the morning, nigga, at my door. I'm trying to figure out what he out there for. Last time I seen him, he was talking shit. Found out his new girl can't suck no dick. Hit the intercom, I ain't let him in. Pussy nigga lucky I ain't fuck his friends. Probably thought a bitch would be down and out. Till he seen me rotting brown in that chromed out bin. Beach nigga, you ain't about that life. You cross that bridge, they taking all that ice. You don't want no problems with them boys from the bottom. Strip your ass butt naked and hit the turnpike. You the fuck boy, fuck boy. My bitch been said it. That's why I should've let your best friend get it. We went on trips, you bought Chanel. But money ain't shit when you soft as hell. Cause you's a fuck boy, fuck boy. My mama even said it. Got a new nigga, I ain't even gotta sweat it. You still gon' talk, and that's a goddamn shame. But a hoe gon' be a hoe in the lane, gon' be a lane. Fuck, boy. You never heard me asking niggas for shit. You be on the gram asking niggas for pics. Can't believe I let you waste all my time. Now this fuck boy on my voicemail crying. Running around town with your bum ass hoe. But I'm the blueprint, that's why you at my dough. She my number one fan, that's what makes it sweet. Bitch, you do anything for a fucking retweet. South Beach nigga, you ain't about that life. You cross that bridge, they taking all that ice. You don't want no problems with them boys from the bottom. Strip your ass butt naked and hit the turnpike. You the fuck boy, fuck boy. My bitch been said it. That's why I should've let your best friend get it. We went on trips, you bought Chanel. But money ain't shit when you soft as hell. Cause you the Fuck boy, fuck boy. My mama even said it. Got a new nigga, I ain't even gotta sweat it. You still gon' talk, and that's a goddamn shame. But a hoe gon' be a hoe, and the lane gon' be a lane. Fuck boy. I'm dipping out. Turn the mic off. Be shy.